We've all been sitting here waiting to ask you about conspiracies. I'll tell you straight up, most entertainment value you're going to get, I'll tell you conspiracy-wise. And I also know some that are more relevant and very important to know and understand. I'll start out with the bullshit ones. And let me tell you, they're probably true. Was a man and is a man. If you look up a picture of it looks like my papa with the damn mop on his head. <laughs> crazy, bro. Come on. And that's what happens. You get two brothers with soul, man. We're going to start freestyling. You know? <laughs> Amen. I'm, I'm choking this deer. Before I slid the choke in, I texted my coach. I told him to help. When I get that guy down, he's in trouble. I'm going to win the rematch. Overdogs podcast episode eight, I believe. Yeah, got my bags. It's the drinking, gambling, fighting, dumb shit show. Mike Perry's right here, obviously. Yes, sir. What's we up? We got my boy Mac Malley. What's up? What's up, Yo, boys? I, I got a fucking, I got a complaint right off the bat. All right, do it. Why the fuck? We're all Americans here. Why the fuck would we schedule a podcast to record during Thursday night football, my man? I'm a Packer fan. We're playing the Lions oh, right yeah. now. Let's go, Detroit. Let's go, baby. <laughs> no, fuck the game was just on out there. I'm like, oh, Detroit can beat. Let, but let's see. I mean, they they usually be. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate trash. Detroit Lions, but yeah, they're doing good and good for their coach. But uh, I haven't liked Detroit since Barry Sanders, man. <laughs> holy shit! Yeah, been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Been a while. He was on the pregame show. He was a beast. Yes, sir. All right, so let's talk about this. So, so Mike's obviously live in uh, at my house. You know, uh, what you been doing, buddy? I've been training with the great, amazing Roy Jones Jr. Uh, thanks to Ice Bags over here, man. Um, you know, he kind of gave me an idea about coming out here and getting some working with him, and he set it up to where I could do that and. We were driving out to Pensacola. He drove me a couple times. He's been my chauffeur, my chef. Motherfucker's been cooking for me, taking care of me and shit. The family. You know, we're all here enjoying a little vacation with a lot of work. I like to be on a vacation with a... And I'm actually getting my work in, man. I'm not drinking. I'm, I'm fucking cleaning up. I'm getting ready to beat Logan Paul's ass and Dylan doesn't show up, so... What are the odds on uh, that? Who the fuck knows, dude? Who cares? Nobody knows. It's all bullshit every day. Everything Dylan says, they bite. Yum, yum, yum. They bite on it. But then at the end of the day, he really might not fucking go. Well, so, I mean, historically, if yeah. you look at... He's not. So, so I'll be ready. Uh, the way Roy said it last night, you know, I sparred four rounds with uh, a tough boxer, a polished boxer, and... Um, we were the same size, and Roy was like, "I lo I like what that I like what you did, four three minute rounds, a couple weeks before a six three minute round fight. I think you'll do great." So uh, I was happy to hear that, and then I worked and polished some more of my shit with Roy, and he helped me with a few things. Man, had my calves burning. It's been it's been invaluable, man. He's definitely got the greatest highlight. Of all time, greatest highlights. Roy Jones had the best knockout reels of any boxer of all time. Even I know Mike Tyson is great. He's probably the greatest as far as fighting goes. He was a big, heavy guy, but that's where Roy Jones really made a difference. Where he was smaller, faster, he was long, 
the way he was, a showman. He he did the rap. Roy, man. He was like a Anderson Silva version of like in boxing almost. That style, yeah, well, right? Like the well, way I mean, he clear Silva people out. Was trying, Silva would try to be more like Roy. Yeah, Roy was, yeah. He pulled he off every time. First, man. One of the first kings. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. Those were the guys, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He hey, did everything in fucking style, bro. So I say this, Mike was Mike was like he was grilling me on the way back, right? He finishes his sparring session. He's like, "Yo, Josh, what'd you, how do you think I did?" And I didn't give him apparently enough love, right? So then it got in Mike's head more. So then, like thirty minutes later, because it's a long ass ride out of fucking Roy's fucking house, man. <laughs> that motherfucker lives in the middle of nowhere. Roy, get you a new fucking house in town, bro. But uh, my like thirty minutes later, Mike looks. And he's like, "Yo, bro, I guess you weren't you weren't impressed with my shit, or like, what's going on? You didn't think I did well? Yada yada yada." I'm like, "No, man, I think you I think you did well. Like, what do you want me to tell you? I'm not a fucking boxing analyst. Like, you did well. You 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 held your ground. You looked pretty clean, like through a couple of rounds. So I did text. So so the whole thing was is we went to the gym this morning, and then Mike was like, "I think I'm gonna go back out to Roy's," and I was like, "You need to go out to Roy's and like talk to him about last night, right? Like." Tell me what I did right. Tell me what I did wrong, how I could have improved, et cetera, et cetera, because that's the guy to fucking tell you this shit, right? And so afterwards, I texted Roy, and I said, yo, and Roy, I'm telling you this, I've texted Roy on every major boxing fight over the last year and a half, and he's never missed one, ever. Oh, what, predicting him? Predicting him. And he usually tells me how they go down, wow. 100%. And so I go, yo, I was like, he going to beat Logan or no? After he went out today. Anyway, we'll, we'll pick that up on the uh, next show. <laughs> what the fuck? Man? Yeah, bro. You can't God. just... What the fuck? Honey dick us like that. What the fuck? Dude, yeah, no. Mike, I mean, it's, Mike it's, smokes it's, Logan. Obvious. You don't Everyone know what he said? Says, yeah, I'll fucking kill him. Yeah. I'll beat him. I, I don't like to say kill. That's Hang on. I you know, you know what Roy said or no? Absolutely. Yeah, don't fucking, yeah, that, don't uh, fucking warm drunk. us up for it and then just bounce. What the fuck, though? <laughs> right. What the fuck? He said, yes. Very difficult for Paul to beat that man. Boom. Absolutely. From, from the GOAT. And that, know, was just after, that was after two sessions and a sparring session. Yeah, well, I mean. He'd have to make it to the end of the bells. That's for sure. If he did that. He's got a good chance of winning a decision, uh, it, but I can't. I will have the energy, the pace that we've been putting in the workouts. I mean, I trained this morning. I was up at 7 a.m., grabbed some coffee and some egg bites, some egg white egg bites, and then fucking went and trained for an hour with his, uh, with the red beard pirate, and then <laughs> fucking. Went to Roy's, like, right after I had a fucking Krispy Kreme donut and went to Roy's and fucking trained boxing for an hour and a half with him. And then we had to come back to do the show, man. So if I keep this pace up a couple of weeks, I will put everything I have into the fight. If I'm the one fighting Logan, I will put him on the ropes and keep him there, and I will punch him constantly and consistently. There's no way that he survives it. No. And tell me if I'm wrong here. I'm obviously not Roy Jones Jr. or even Mike Perry. But um, I feel like a constant thing we see with some of the MMA fighters that these YouTube boxers choose to fight, or even like, you know, Tyson Fury and Gano type thing. Like, there's always one factor about the MMA fighter that kind of grants them or the boxer the advantage, right? And I think the number one thing 
is when they bring in people that are easy on the trigger, right? They don't pressure people. Like Floyd Mayweather, bro, he's a counterpuncher. He's not going to do shit, you know? You walking someone down, fuck no. Like, dude, he crumbles within, like, two or three rounds for sure. I think they rely on people, like, being counterpunchers and standoffish a little bit so they can get comfortable again if they get tagged. Yeah, we talked uh, a lot with Roy today about, you know, times and the difference between something like an amateur boxing and uh, a bare-knuckle match. They're fast-paced, mm-hmm. right? Like, bare-knuckles, fast-paced. They want the action. It's a two-minute round, and people finish fights because they're go, 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 go. You're not real box, regular pro boxing. You're playing, you're moving around, you, you're baiting, you're, you're not doing a lot of attacking for the first six rounds. That's how pro boxing is, and there's no time for that in anything like bare knuckle. Now, also, even a pro boxing match in a four or a six rounder, it's fast paced. There's no time to sit back and wait and watch a game plan. So I would go in there with the mindset of, and I know that he would expect me to, to come after him. I know he's got a good money team around him trying to give him a plan for when I'm coming after him smothering him on the ropes all day but to be honest there's nothing he can do about it no nothing no. he can do about it if i'm the one in the ring with him. i mean no. i watched i watched a really good pro last night with mike really good pro i mean the guy was sparring with charlo like last, last week, week last week right and uh and dude mike had him on the ropes the guy just had a, an incredible guard right but that's something that 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 logan can't replicate because that's that's fucking five years of experience of like high level boxing, right? That, that kind of keeps you out of that guard. Mike's, I mean, I'm just telling you this, Mike's gonna swarm him. When they got done with the four rounds, Mike wanted to keep going. Mike's like, nah, let's go. And, and Roy's like, yo, four's good, right? Like you just out here sparring for the evening. We're doing a friendly session, like no big deal. And he looked at me, I said, Roy, how's he look? And he's like, bro, six rounds, easy in the bag, his conditioning, everything. Cause I'm telling you, Mike, did, Mike didn't stop punching for three seconds in 12 straight minutes. And they were only taking 30-second breaks. That's why Logan Paul crumbles in two rounds. Crumbles. Crumbles. And even Moon said, like his sparring partner said it, and when I hit Roy today, and I'm like, yo, give me the truth. I'm like, give me the truth. What do you think? Mike and Logan. He's like, Mike, bro. He's like, he's like I, he goes, I find it very difficult to believe that Logan beats him some way. I enjoy it too much. I just <laughs> yeah. enjoy it so too much. tough. I want to see the Moon is, his guard is so good. I would leave myself open and I would sit at a jab range and I was trying to bait him to like throw some heat at me. And he he wouldn't open up because he knew that I was waiting for him to open up so I could catch him. So all I was able to really get was my jab going, but that was kind of all I needed. And I mean, my defense could have been better. Moon was, he was, uh, he picked his shots at a good time. He was precise on his timing of his shots, but he didn't throw as many as me because I was like putting in the work, you know? So, I mean, there's no footage of these rounds. So, but shout out to Eric. You just have to believe us. Yeah. Shout out to Eric and shout out to coach. Yeah. Yeah. Roy Jones, man. It's been a great couple days working with him. So anyway, Mike, Mike whooped Moon's ass since there ain't no footage. (laughs) Whooped the fuck out of him. Just kidding, man. No, don't don't no. come to my house and whoop me. No, no. You know, I haven't seen a single person, like media, fighter, anybody, pick, like, if Dylan doesn't show, 
say Logan Paul has a chance against Mike. Like, dude, no, that is, it's the worst fucking, it's the worst possible. You know, Logan, even more so than Jake, Jake's kind of more balls deep into boxing and everything, but Logan, it's like he's dabbling his toe in it, bro. You are not the motherfucker to be dabbling your toe into the pool, see if you have a good time. Bitch, you, you cannonball into that shit. That is your pool. I don't be I mean, sticking your toes do in the, there. They do the WWE shit. Those guys yeah. are kind of weird. They like to get fucking hurt on some weird shit. But it's like, yeah, you're going to get your head, your bell's going to get rung, and you're going to go down on a knee or something and be down for the 10 seconds and be out. And you're like, oh, that was fun, but it's over now. And I don't, I mean, he doesn't really care. It's all yeah. good for him. There's, there's really no L for him. No. Yeah. There's there's not, but at the same time, believe me, he wants to fight fucking Dylan. Dylan can barely throw yeah. a punch. Like Yeah. Do you want do you want to do you want to fight Dylan and embarrass him or do you want to fucking get swarmed by Mike Perry for 6 rounds in front of a huge audience? Like, That's why I think it's fucking simple. bizarre Mike is the backup. Like I that agree. is so vastly like I I would literally I'd have to give massive props to Logan if he let's say Dylan doesn't show and, and he actually agrees and Mike gets in there. All right, so like, one of the funniest things I have thing, to throw mad props, like bro. There's yeah, no, one of the funniest no things I've seen, bro, is Le'Veon Bell calls out. And he's like, "Yo, he's like Logan doesn't want to fight anybody. He's got Dylan and he's got Mike Perry as a backup. He's like, if he really <laughs> wants to fight somebody, he lets me in there, right?" Wait, bro, in his own comment section, he got fucking roasted. It wasn't one comment about Le'Veon. It wasn't one comment about Dylan Dennis. Every was, fucking comment Mike was like, Perry "Yo, was Mike Perry's right. a real fucking fighter. What are you smoking, like?" And then, and then, of course, Mike said, I'll smoke you, too. Like, <laughs> Wait, I'll do so, that for fun. So, hey man, I appreciate Le'Veon, the fans getting ah, behind dude. me. They have, yeah, we got your back. Everyone's got your back. They see, they see the work I put in, man. I really, you know, I just enjoy it, man. I like getting punched in the face sometimes. I was working out <laughs> with this motherfucker this morning, right? Wait, and real quick. Last, so couple, last couple of days. Le'Veon. Le'Ve- he, so, what he said, what he insinuated, was this on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, he said... Logan's fighting nobodies. Fight me. I'm the real fighter. And he mentioned yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. That's pretty much yeah. that's what he said. Dude, his comment section just absolutely roasted. Look, he got <laughs> 1.7 million followers on Twitter. So Fake I followers. see this. Fake I'm like, followers. oh, I retweeted this shit. Yeah. He got 80 likes on this post. And my, I was like, save yourself the embarrassment. That shit got like 800 likes. <laughs> my hey, Mike goes, hey, he's like, he's, he's like, uh, Le'Veon's talking shit. And I'm going to do this. And I look at it, and I'm like, hang on for a second. I'm like, Mike. I'm like, bro, all of his followers are fucking fake. Like, every single one. He gets 100 likes a post with 1.7 million fucking followers on Twitter, right? And, Mac, you know the game when it comes to social well, media. So I can like, explain. There's different reasons for that. Yeah, it could definitely be, um, like, fake followers, a lot of bots and stuff. But it can also be the algorithms ch- changed a lot recently. Like, a fucking lot. A lot of things are getting throttled. So a lot of people that don't really do Twitter religiously... Like they've dropped hey, off. Yo, oh shit! There we go. What's up, dog? What's good, brother? <laughs> what we do? <laughs> what's 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 the word? Platinum Mike Perry in the house. I've been training. I've been training with Roy Jones Jr. the past couple of days. <laughs> it's a different look, and and it's not like it's not like your muscles don't forget your muscle memory. 
because they do. It's not automatic just because you've been training it for the past 12 years or whatever. So you're not just as good as you need to be. Plans do need to come together. There does need to be a system and a plan. Uh, High-level coaching helps. JT is a great coach for me as a boxer. Uh, but getting a different look from Roy this week, the sparring that we did, see, that's where you were a great training partner for Ian Gary, where you were trying to help him give him the work uh, that Neil might show him. And then, you know, because, like, I was sparring with a boxer last night, and Roy had us work in specific ways, but we still fought, but it was specific. It's It's how he wanted it to go, and he wanted to give us messages out of what he saw that would lead us into training differently and preparing our strikes properly to be the way they needed to be for our next matches. I sparred Eric Moon yesterday. He's a, a polished boxer. He's very, um, man, you know, we, we spar a technique and stuff sometimes. I haven't sparred a guy with his guard. This dude, Eric Moon, his guard, his boxing guard was so... I wasn't getting through none of my power punches. You know what I mean? You said you hadn't sparred someone with his guard yet. Yeah, man. His his defense, you know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say yet because I have in the days. But I, there's been boxers I've worked with that had that type of boxing guard that they just was safe in there. How many fights yeah. did he have? 16 fights I think he's got. Pro? Yeah. Yo, he was, okay. he was look, 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 look. He was sparring with Charlo's brother last, last week. week. Yeah, he was sparring with Charlo last week. Yeah. Okay. Charlo's yeah. fighting Canelo this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Charlo's fighting Canelo on Saturday. That's that's the best work, man. I, I, I actually got some really high-level sparring coming in. Uh, I don't know if you know who Demetrius Andrade is, but I tapped in with him, and I'm going to get some get some good work in with him. But that's the best, that's the best work for any of us, for – these bear the these BKFC fighters, MMA guys, I think the best work is high level boxers. In my yeah. of course. And so, like, hey, here's here's what happened. The first day we went out, me and him, it was just me, Mike, and Roy, right? And Mike's just in the ring with him. And 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 Roy's just got him doing drills, dude. You know how Mike is. Mike's like fucking getting mad because he's doing the same shit over and over and over again, right? <laughs> but that's Roy's that's Roy's training style, right? He's like, you're going to get this shit down before you go on to the next thing, right? And so his whole thing was like, Mike, like, I need you at 60% speed, not 100%. You know, I need you at 60% at all times. And if you got a kill shot, you go 100%, right? So then we go straight into, we go straight into sparring the next night. And what does Mike do? What do you think, Phil? 100% off rip. 100% on every motherfucking punch. After the four rounds were done, hey, I looked at Roy and I was like, Roy, what do you think? And he was like... A hundred fucking percent every single punch. All gas, no brakes. <laughs> hey, since, since this guy loves, he, he loves to do this podcast and he gets drunk, man. He be drinking, right? And he drinks good shit. The reason I bring this up is because Philly taught me in fighting him and, and Coach Jay Will kind of got me... You know, I used to be bad with the drinking and the fighting. Like I didn't, I I would take thirty days off for sure. I still I still do, but like now I have a little bit of wine every now and then. 
when the fight's coming just to settle myself. But Phil is the is the who's that Spanish fighter? He used to take shots before he walk out. Phil's the type of guy who will take shots of tequila or whiskey or something. Oh, you talking about uh, Adesanya? Phil, you talking Phil, about Adesanya? No, who's the, who's, the, who's the Spanish guy that does that too? What Spanish guy? It, I'm talking about a boxer. I'm talking okay, about okay. like you know one of the best boxers of all time. Uh, there's a couple uh, of them. Dude, I know who you're talking about too. So. The, yeah, it's funny because Chavez or something, man. I've been doing this for a while. My last, I didn't do it for Neil Magny, and I didn't do it for Nico Price. Those are the only two fights. Every fight before that, I'll take shots before I go out. So, and how I bypass, we would have a little bottle of Pepsi. You know what I mean? We put the dark liquor in there, and then we got the Pepsi bottle. And I'll be in the back. I'll take three, four shots, ready to go. But for me, yeah. it would it would just mellow me out, you know? So, I think... Uh, I think during the contender, I took a little bit too much. I took like a little bit, I was a little bit too, <laughs> too slow, too laid back. But I, I, I liked it because it would take my the edge off. And growing up how I grew up, grew up and like fighting in clubs and dumb shit, like it just kind of put me in that zone, you know, listening to music, relaxed. But I said this to myself, Mike would always say, man, why are you blah, 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 blah. But I said this to myself, if I'm here, Right. This is scary. The UFC is scary. These fights are this is a big deal. Fuck it. You know, because when I'm 40, this shit's going to be gone. Right. So let me just feel everything. Pause how I'm supposed to feel it while I'm here. Fuck it. So my 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 two big fights in front of the crowd, I said, fuck it. I don't need I don't need a shot. I'm going to go out there and just feel the nerves and, and, and enjoy myself. So because I know when this time goes, I'll miss everything about it. I'll miss the nerves. I'll miss everything. So. Now I just go out there and, and let the chips fall where they may. I feel like the drinking would make me way more nervous. I would throw up if I took a shot before wow, a fight. I'm, I'm with Phil Damn, on this one. I don't know. I, I'm with I, Phil, I, too. I'll do I, anything. I, I wish, like, hey, before my boxing match, I wish I would have fucking had two shots of tequila. <laughs> I'd have been fucking, hey, my adrenaline wouldn't have been fucking like that and like that. You could take exactly. pain on that. Yeah, but right. I'll tell, tell you one quick story. So I grappled Gordon Ryan like two years ago, right? Uh, and oh grappling Gordon Ryan is like boxing Floyd Mayweather, right? He's the best. So he gets to pick and choose right now who he wants to compete against. When you compete against him, you get a good payday. He's the face of jujitsu because there's nobody really... It's, there's it's other actually guys a little worse. Yeah, but there's nobody that's like entertaining. Because he's 260 so pounds came, on steroids. Exactly. When he came out of... Uh, his little retirement because of his stomach. He said, Hey, I want to have a fun match. I would like to have a match with Phil. I didn't think he was being serious. And he was like, they hit me up, Ricardo, Flo Grappling. They're like, Gordon wants to grapple you. I said, fuck yeah, absolutely. So grappling per normal training Monday, I'm going with Adolfo and it's not going well per usual. It's fucking Adolfo. After the round, I hit the top of the cage, but it's padded. And just out of frustration. And then I felt my hand click. And I said, Julian, I just broke my hand. He's like, you're lying. No, you didn't. I said, my nigga, I said, 100% my hand's broken. I've never broken a bone in my body. My hand was clicking. This is Monday. Yeah, my match is on Friday. So I stopped training. We went to the hospital. I broke my two metacarpals, the last ones right here on my hand. Uh, the bottom of my hand, my pinky and my, my ring. They said, Phil, you need surgery, blah, blah, blah. I said, all right, cool. They put me in a cast. I stopped training. I flew out to 
Austin that Friday, and I met up with my buddy, Brigham, and he helped me get the cast off. Uh, so I took the cast off. My hand looked like the fucking Nutty Professor. It was so fat. The only reason I didn't pull out was because they would have just given it to someone else, and I would miss the opportunity to make that bag. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just deal with it. Not trying to be a tough guy. I just wanted the money, and I knew I wouldn't get a rematch. Right. So I went out there. Um, I wrapped my fucking hand, and I was like, I can't. My hand was so painful. I couldn't do. I couldn't pull my pants up. I couldn't do anything. My hand was mm. huge. I wrapped it as tight as I could. I'm screaming, letting Julian wrap my hand. I was like, dude, I can't do this. I said, fuck it. We got a bottle of Jack, a fifth, bro. I killed three fourths of that <laughs> bottle in the back. I was so fucked up. I've never been that. I was, I was fucked up. I got too fucked up, but I couldn't feel my hand, and so it worked. And, and didn't got, you go to distance with this motherfucker? Yeah, I mean, he, it, we went 15 minutes. It was cool, but um, I did it on a fucking fifth of jack with my hand smashed. But I That's did it, like fire, I said, man. I did it because, like, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather wants to box you, and you pull out for whatever reason, a legitimate reason. Now you just miss the bag, and he goes on to the next guy. He gets to pick, you know? Well, so I'm curious. It Don't take this the wrong way. But, like, obviously, Gordon Ryan, like, Craig Jones, they're, like, two of the best. I actually have a question about that in a minute, too. But when you go into a fight like that, <clears throat> or, I mean, a, you know, match. Thank you. Match. Don't take this. Yeah, don't take this the wrong way. Uh, but, like, are you accepting that you're going to lose going into that? And yeah. So then what's so, the goal? Like, obviously, absolutely. probably go to decision. Absolutely. So here's the thing about Phil. I keep it real, right? Half these motherfuckers don't keep it realistic, right? And if you keep it real with yourself, who are you fooling, right? Gordon Ryan, he weighed in 254 pounds. With the bump box, he weighed in 274. I weighed in 191. He won 80 the year before by submitting everybody. I am not going to beat him. And that is not me being uh, pussy or... No, it's just... It's, so it's realistic. It's realistic. Professional grappling match. It's not fucking happening. So what you got I got nothing do, to lose though by competing against it, that guy. Facts. So, but yeah. what I do is I set small goals. I was like, Phil, um, try to get to his back, or get to your half guard, or do the best you can, or don't give up submissions, or you know what I mean. I just set other small goals. So like, I just went with Nikki Rod, and my only goal, Nikki Rod took second at ADCC. My only goal was to not be submitted. I went 15 minutes with him. He had me in three submissions. The score was 0-0. 12 minutes out of that match. He didn't score on me until the two-minute mark. And I felt great. And at the end of the day, my neck was fucked up for a week. But I know he was pissed that he didn't submit this little fucking skinny basketball player, right? So Dude, that's when I go in these <laughs> matches with these guys, I just pick small goals in my head. I'm used to the high-level pressure. I'm used to Julian. I'm used to Adolfo. And I just set small goals in my head, and I and I try to conquer that. But if you set unrealistic goals, like, I'm going to go out and submit Gordon Ryan. No, you're not. Now you're just, just going to lose in a devastating fashion. I'm going to go out and take Nicky Rod down. No, you're not. You know what I mean? I'm going to go out and hey, knock hey, out Singano. It's a stupid goal. Hey, Phil. Phil, we got, uh, we got Bryce Mitchell in. You want to hang in or you want to roll? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Bring him in. Oh, All right, shit. Let's, go. let's do it. All right, dude. I'm in the building now. I'm sitting there. Right, you got two UFC fighters in here. Bryce, you ever you ever met uh, Philly, Philly Fresh? Of course, absolutely. 
Now, I, I don't know if it was in person, but it was over a phone call because I ran into his coach at the PI. Yo, Bryce, Bryce had some bars for me, yo. My coach ran into Bryce, <laughs> oh. and Bryce had some bars for me. I'm going to post it, but he was... He was, he had some bars to me. It was pretty funny. That's why I forgot he made like a Dude, country he made rap. A, it was actually pretty sick, bro. Yo, I'm gonna be look, honest. It was better than anything Tyrone Woodley's putting out. I'm, I'm just saying. It. <laughs> I respect it because he freestyled too. Julian pulled up on him and he just started freestyling. It was dope. That's, that's awesome, what's up, man. Hey, that's what happens. You get two brothers with soul, man. We're gonna start freestyling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, yeah, so we got four brothers with soul now, and then we got Mac Malley as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good deal, just, brother. Yeah, just desert. Hey, congrats trial. on your win, Bryce. Yeah, dude. Oh, hey, hey, Mike, I can Mike, I can hear you very well. I can't see you though. I did uh, I was wondering there you are. Okay, I can see you now. Brother, thank you very much, man. I'm I'm I hope you got the chance to watch that one. It was you know, he 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 can hit hit me pretty good. I'm gonna say that, but I'm I'm glad that yeah, I came but your back. Your grappling is crazy, man. Did you wrestle in the high school? So I did wrestle two years in high school. Yep. Um, the last so eleventh and twelfth grade I wrestled. Right. Great, I, I I watched the back take right as a mm -hmm. as a jujitsu practitioner myself. The, the I'm asking you the key to that back take was it you pinning your head behind his shoulder? Yeah. Yes. Went. It was that upward lift of the neck was what helped slow because he was trying to get his arm back around and I lifted my neck up and then my uh, legs and arms at the same time. I used to kind of just scoot out the back there, but there were moments in that transition, which was really important for me to get that third round uh, win. You know, there's moments in that transition. I thought I might lose it. And, uh, of course, he gets in guard. He's going to hit you, you know, so um, – but the fight that 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 I can't help but to think of was the Bobby Moffat fight. I was for sure losing that fight, and uh, I took a underhook and came out the back on him. And that fight against Ige reminded me of the Moffat fight. And it actually, I remember thinking of the Moffat fight during the Dan Ige fight and just having confidence, saying, "I know I can, I can get this back take." Because I knew I had, I knew I hadn't lost it, but I knew I'd almost lost the back take. And uh, I knew if I could get that back take, he couldn't hit me, you know, so and they'd put him on the defense. But I'm glad you noticed that because that was a very uh, important battle in the middle of the third round there that I just kept believing, kept believing and finally got that back take. When I get that body triangle, I'm in a good spot. Then they're on the defense. There ain't nothing they can do to me. Yeah, you got you got some wild, funky jujitsu, man. I, I wanted to ask both you guys, you and Phil. So I, I know more about Phil's lineage of where his jujitsu comes from, where the deep line of the lineage of who started it, you know, like obviously the Gracie family started most jujitsu and then it breaks down in these different professors over the country and these American guys like, you know, like Central Florida, mm -hmm. a lot of South Florida, those guys kind of grapple similarly because the lineages are all connected and you got that country boy jujitsu like Matt Hughes, you know, he had the wrestling yes, style, but your jujitsu has really um, taken over your wrestling style and you're like really funky on the ground. So where does your lineage in jujitsu come from? That's really for both of you guys. 
so the the short answer is there's uh, when I started training under a guy named William McLaughlin and um, back in the day he was a black belt in Arkansas when there was a, a jiu-jitsu black belt in Arkansas when there was probably I don't know maybe a dozen of them or something you know this is uh, shoot 12 years ago 13, 13 years ago and um you know there wasn't but a, a dozen or so black belts in the state of arkansas so i started training under him now when mclaughlin started um he <laughs> there was only one black belt in the state of arkansas literally only one in the whole state and uh he's from bald knob arkansas i'm from cabot arkansas but he opened up a gym in arkansas in my hometown i started training with him and then we moved up to searcy running the gym and uh but the mclaughlin's they get their black belt from uh, different people. A lot of it is that Gracie spillover because there's a guy named Max Bishop. I don't know if you've heard of Max Bishop before, Mike and Phil. No, I don't think so. No. Who, okay. no he? He's he's the most knowledgeable footlocker on the planet. And, I mean, I, I'm dead serious. Like, his name is Max Bishop. He is the most knowledgeable footlocker on the planet. And um, – but he lives in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and Willie trained under Max. Uh, of course, for me, the footlocks is all about just get out. You know, I just I don't want to play footsies. You know what I mean? I don't fuck around with the feet, dude. It ain't for me. And different strokes for different folks, but I'm trying to get my leg out of there. And I have a lot of that good uh, leg lock defense from Max Bishop. But uh, Max Bishop is is world renowned. Um, Eddie Bravo goes to Max Bishop on footlock uh, defenses. You know, he, okay. even Eddie Bravo will, will tell you that Max Bishop is is very good. Of course, and I got stuff from Eddie Bravo along the way. But there's been so many okay. people, Mike, that just I'm blessed to uh, have come in contact with, and I know that that right there is proof of God to me because of the things that I've seen in my life that I have no control over just working out well for me. Yeah, man, it's, it's definitely Bryce, looking think, great on you. I think uh, um, I'm a big fan of yours, man. And the thing about Phil, I'm not Hollywood, man. Like, I'm I, there's well, a lot of guys in the, the UFC. Person, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Hollywood, bro. I'm not Hollywood. But the thing about the, these UFC fighters, they get in, in that position, and then they they move a different, right? I know so many of these motherfuckers since before the UFC and then when I'm around they, they move different. Me, if I like a guy, I'm a fan. I'm always a fan. I don't care where I'm at in my career and I've always been a, a fan of your style and um, I remember I, I, I found this very interesting and you could probably elaborate because you're the guy. I don't know if the, how true this is but my teammate who is in the UFC as well he, uh, he likes your style. He said, man, I talked to Bryce and his coach and they told me how he trains and it's so crazy he said you train one session a day for as long as you can go i don't know yeah. how true that is but that's what he said so he's like and i'm like what do you mean he's like he's like dude i don't wow. know he, they told me and it's he trains one time a day for as fucking many hours until he's done so whether that be an eight hour day a five hour day you train in one setting as much as you can go that's crazy. Yeah, and it, it varies in intensity, and so that's why you get different different uh, times of training. But I don't like to do a timer on a training. I will, and some days it's not very long, but some days, you know, I've gone 20, 30 rounds. I've, I've lost count of the rounds before on a good day where nothing's hurting and I'm uh, plenty hydrated and everything. But 
I like to go to a muscle failure, like I, uh, till my uh, my hamstrings will start cramping. That's how I know I'm done for the day. <laughs> the hamstrings start cramping. There's nothing else you can do. You, you better just go home and start drinking. That's some country shit. <laughs> hey. no, so what are you drinking, Bryce? Hey, Bryce, when you go when you go home, what are you drinking? Hey, the best thing I tell you is pickle juice. Oh, <laughs> uh, I knew. Hey, I knew it wasn't gonna be Bud Light. No, I ain't into that shit. Oh shit, dude! Don't judge me, bro. It was cheap, man. It was the closest thing to the register. Don't judge me. Oh my you goodness, drinking Bud brother. Light? Oh wow. Okay, okay. Don't, so don't the, fucking the, judge me. But we've really been waiting. We, you know, we tried to give you a good entrance, but we've all been sitting here waiting to ask you about conspiracies. Which oh. ones are really, you know, um, worth looking into? Well, um. I mean, just for entertainment value, I'll tell you straight up, most entertainment value you're going to get, I'll tell you, conspiracy-wise. Relevance, not so much. Um, and then I also know some that are more relevant and very important to know and understand. Those and, are the ones uh, I want to know about, the important yeah. ones. Important ones. Well, I'll start out with the bullshit ones. And let me tell you, they're probably <laughs> true. Um, but the the bullshit ones that don't matter so much are Michelle Obama's a man, and Barbara Bush <laughs> is a man. I mean, he is right, Michael. So if you if you look up a, if you look up a picture of Barbara Bush, it looks like my papa. Yeah, with, with the damn mop on his head. Crazy, bro. Come on, son. he but, went right to the Michelle. Right Obama. to Michelle Obama. That's crazy. Oh, come man. on, man. Dude, now, I'm I not gonna lie. What happened is. I, I seen a I seen a video of Michelle. I mean, I've been called I've been calling him Michael because I'm convinced it's, it's potentially a guy. I seen him on Ellen and his dick swinging around. I said, "My goodness, you know, what dude, you know, look at that dude, you know." And so, I'm gonna say something I should not. I saw I saw more more poof in, in her dress than I've seen in my fucking pants. I know that much. That's I think it was pretty good size. I think it was pretty I, good size. I know size. damn well that's got to be a dude, and you know, so that's that's the entertainment of the of the day right there. But uh, the more the more you look into that one, the more convincing it gets. The more it'll scare the hell out of you. But the the more important one, of course, is what I firmly believe, and I'll just go ahead and say it just to get it get it out there. And fully answer the question, which is, I do believe that the Earth is flat and that we're covered by a dome. Oh, that's what I want to hear. That's, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear about that. Firmament. Yes, yeah. I do believe in a firmament. And here's where I want to start with this: is that I know it appears that I'm in the minority, but I'm in the majority opinion on the flat Earth being in a dome. If you look at ancient, ancient texts and ancient scribes. Uh, the things different cultures throughout the course of history believed that the earth uh was flat and there's old maps to suggest that they knew that there was an ice wall what? so what um, what difference does it make whether this business flat or round and so what does it matter and so that's the most important question that you have to be able to answer. And that's why I'm perfect to talk about flat earth because I can perfectly answer that question. And that question is the question most important question. If you can't answer that question, none of this shit matters. And I'll tell you why, Mike, is because I believe... the rich people really live on the other side of that ice wall with <laughs> the aliens? Also, that's, that's potential, 
potentially possible. But um, there was a guy who said that he flew over the ice wall, and uh, he died a year later, and they made it illegal to fly where he flew. Um, but wow. yeah, but his name's Admiral Byrne. You gotta buy a plane, Bryce. You gotta go. Dude, you gotta I'm down go with you, brother. Here, man. I'll, I'll, go with you. I'll go. I'll go with y'all. When but, my kid's uh, old enough, I'll ride passenger seat on that flight. <laughs> Mike uh, Perry tries to Mike but, Perry tries missile tries but, to fly over ice wall. Y'all gonna have both. Uh, I'm not Mike Perry to flies over Antarctica. <laughs> Here's that. the thing: is that if the Earth is proven to be flat, then it indicates that the Bible is correct. Uh, so, the Bible has a bunch of references, such as the firmament. Now, in the Bible, in Genesis, it says that the firmament, the firmament separates the waters from above, from below. So, right. um, the sun and the moon would exist space inside. Water. Yeah, there's basically water up there in space. And, uh, space water, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, but wait, shoot. though. Does the firmament separate antarctica the ice wall with us in here is there more than one or does the firmament cover over so you're not gonna fly over antarctica and hit the firmament you're gonna well, fly over antarctica and go into the other part of the firmament so admiral bird and multiple other people that flew to the ice wall said that they could see the firmament from the location of the ice wall and i, I the reason i think that is is because it is most likely shaped in an arc Okay, and when you get closer to the edges, the, the walls of the firmament get more vertical. Now, a good indication of the shape of the firmament is an actual rainbow. And that's why rainbows have a curve, because it is a perfect reflection of the firmament, which is a dome. Now, if everybody knows, if you take a prism and shine white light into a straight prism, it will come out straight the other side. But when you see a rainbow on planet Earth, that's a prism in the shape of a dome, and that's that would be the shape of the dome. Is it would mimic what a rainbow looks like, uh, that arch uh, trajectory. When you got closer to the sides, you could potentially be able to see them. And as far as anything trying to go through the firmament, I do believe that there was something called Operation Fishbowl, where multiple um, explosives were fired at it by the. United States government, and that's called Operation Fishbowl. But I, I can look up. Lot. I can look up Operation Fishbowl. But, but but the rainbow thing, you can go to a rainbow, like you can fly into through a rainbow. It's just condensation with the rain and the clouds and the wetness in the air and the sunlight that creates this color in our because you know when you take mushrooms and you start seeing colors and shit. Uh -huh. Hell yeah. See rainbows in your eyes. The world is just full of that shit. Because space is weird. We all just right. floating. A absolutely. I don't know, man. But, but something has got to be giving that rainbow that unique curve. And um, I believe that's... It's a reflection, you're saying? Yeah, refraction of the firmament. I do believe just, that... The just to let everybody know, <clears throat> we've got a solid conversation going between Mike Perry and Bryce Hall on the firmament. And the rainbow and the condensation hey, and the fragmented not, lights. And I fucking love it. Why and not? I fucking love it. Um, so Keep going. We, 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 we could dive deeper into that, but I, he actually <laughs> had a question for you, uh -huh. Bryce. Um, yes, sir. And I think it's about fruit. Yep. How are your fruit, fruit trees doing? 
Well, uh, my mom actually. I knew, I was the out crazy of town. girlfriend was gonna kill the fruit trees. Yep she she got me good. She got she got my good trees. But uh, my mom, while I was out of town, got me some plants from the nursery. <laughs> and dude, while I was out of town, my mom came back and replanted all the ones. My mom wouldn't let her. What kind get of fruit me. was? But uh, yeah, I, I I lost a real good pear tree. Oh, it was a pear tree. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry for, we're sorry for your loss, Phil. You ever had a pear? Yeah, um, you like Rick Ross. You like and, peaches um, more. I'm Jamaican. What you what we call pear pear, you guys call avocado. Uh, wait 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 what? So Jamaicans shape the right? same. They're they're shape the same. Now. So Jamaicans, we call. I thought you were saying pear, but in a Jamaican pear, like, Yo, pear, pear, pear. Them call it pear. So they you guys call, call it avocado. avocado. <laughs> you will never hear Jamaican say avocado. It's pear pear. So what the fuck do they call a pear? I don't think they have I was there. wondering that myself. Hey, so what was Rick Ross eating when That's he lost beer. all that weight? I'm eating pears. He's like, yeah, he was pretty clear. <laughs> right. Like, pear. Was pear. Like, pear. It was definitely a pear, right? <laughs> had to be a pear. Y'all ever had persimmons? Who? Yeah. yeah. Per- what you persimmons? I'm from Tennessee. I know what a fucking persimmon is. Oh, they're delicious, brother. Oh, I've Bryce, heard look, of- Bryce, I, I, need, I, I need to show know. you something, man. They don't have them up in Detroit. I mean, how do I turn my camera around? Hang on. Oh, shout out to my my dad lives on Perry Road in Lexington, Tennessee, man. I, I used to stay in Tennessee until I I had I was wanted there for a long time. I don't know. I still might be. Who know? Who the fuck knows? But that Let's shit should go, go away after like ten years. Let's not so. go back and find out. Yeah, I don't fucking go back because yeah. I, I might get in trouble. Turn the camera around. Did he see. ever coach you as a kid, Mike? My dad? Fuck yeah. no. He just beat my he ass. Used to whoop him. Yeah, I was coaching. Uh, actually, I had a fight in Kentucky. Uh, and it was against Nate Landwehr, Nate the Train. Yeah, I love and that guy. My dad. It was an amateur fight, no shin guards and shit. And my dad was like, he was trying to fucking hold pads for me for the first time ever during my fight. He's in the back with me, and he's getting on my fucking nerves, man. I'm about to fight Nate. Now I'm more capable mentally of dealing with someone like my my dad could maybe be around in a fight, but maybe not. I don't know. He might be too annoying. But I'm arguing with him in the back, and then Nate Landwehr and me were going to fight in the back. But then I went out there, and I slammed him on his head and choked his ass out in the first round. (laughs) And they kicked in the video on YouTube. There's a video of me and Nate Landwehr fighting. You see these people come in front of the camera and they're like pointing at someone. It was like getting people to go and kick my dad out because he was being crazy during the fight. Hell yeah, dude. That, you only get that on local shows, man. He's a street fighter, man. My pops is a crazy guy. Mike, Mike Perry's dad is the most one of the most epic men I met. He could have a, he oh, could have his own reality show. Sure. All right, so hang on, guys. I got a special guest coming on. I hadn't told y'all about. I'm going to introduce uh, Oprah Winfrey real yeah, quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bryce, what do you think about Oprah before she comes on? Man, she ain't got no spine, man. That's yeah. what. I know. What she, she do to people in, uh, in Hawaii? Yeah, Phil's shoe collection. I, I'll tell you yeah, exactly yeah, what she did. In the closet like, ah, look hey, at my they, shoe. I'm not Hollywood. They went I'm not Hollywood. That yeah, place Phil ain't Hollywood. Oh, shit. It's my crib. What do you mean? Phil ain't Hollywood. Phil ain't Hollywood. Who cares is that? 
Hey, that boy got hella shoes. Yo, oh Phil, I can't God, say God. shit. I got a picture of myself behind us. I got a picture that, of myself dude, that's behind us. ridiculous. I, I wanted to say something about that. That's just ridiculous. Bryce, this that's is studio, fire. man. No, this right fire, here, though. They, got the, they got the Biggie Smalls, but it's Trump. This shit is fire. <laughs> no, I gave my wife in my new house, I gave her the big, nice closet. She's got all her shit in there. This is a room. I turned it into a closet. It's a whole room. Really? It's a dead ass room. Look, you it's walk different. into my house right here, and then this is a door, and then a double door. Then I just turned this whole thing. But look, so I gave my wife the master bedroom closet, and then I turned a room into a closet as well. But it's also got like a guest bed in that bitch. I play games in there and shit. Mm. It's not, it's not set up nice enough to be like a nice enough closet. That ain't Phil style. That ain't Phil style. It consolidates everything. And then now I have a general location just to throw things. Mm. I'm, I'm really Bryce, lacking. Hey, Bryce, I want to see your shoe collection. I'm really lacking many... in the closet department right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, I'll tell you what happened. And this is breaking news, too. This is breaking news. Right, right. Breaking news. Breaking uh, news. My wife news is, is pregnant. And I'm having the first kid. I'm, I'm having oh, a boy. Hey. And that's the greatest news ever. I'm extremely excited about it. Amen, but now bro. I got to get my ass out of the trailer. You know what I mean? I'm stuck. Me and my lady, we don't have a closet. We got all of our clothes piled up on top of a dresser. I stay in a 32 foot Dutchman and uh, I built a gym right next to it, like a little mini gym to train in. And on the other side of that, I've got a house framed up. I've got to mm. get this house fr uh, finished by March 31st, mm. and that's the plan. You got time. And there's going to be there's going to be a closet in there. There you go. <laughs> that's, hard, that's hard to do with UFC money. Congrats Sometimes. to you, brother, man. brother. I've I've got the determination, though. I'm not going to stop, and you're absolutely right. But there's just nothing that's going to stop me, dude. I've done made up my mind. I'm either going to finish that house, or I'm going to die trying. And I might, hey. if I try to do the electricity, I might kill myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm hiring the guy to yeah, do don't that. Don't do that, man. Call yeah, somebody hire first. Somebody, bro. I'm hiring somebody on electricity. But right, uh, you gotta, you want to see that baby? But but hang on, but Bryce, you just gave away five thousand dollars on your last yeah. fucking fight. Nah, but that's oh, yeah. That, that'll, that'll come back, man. That's well, God. Hawaiian, uh, yeah, that's Hawaiian, that's man. God bless you, man. That's hey, God. Hey. Hey, that's God could have stopped the fight. You know what I mean? And uh, God, God's the one who allowed me to keep going. I don't know if y'all seen what I did or not with the with the eye doctors. No, no, the eye uh, doctors, no. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the story, and he I'll just fucking, be honest about it. Um, I I swayed her over. You know, I I do have a natural gift, and I honestly think <laughs> it's women. a curse. And it, it, like I said, it's more of a curse, but I can sway these women. And uh, what they did is they sent a female eye doctor into the cage. That Check southern her. accent, boy. I put that, dude, I, I put that southern draw on her. And <laughs> what happened is she came in to check my eyes. She said, hey, are you okay? And I said, oh, yeah. You know, I kind of acted like, why are you even asking? You know, like, I'm okay. You know, responded real well to it right off the bat. Then she said, and I knew she meant business, too, because I knew that I was looking bad. So I had to be very calculated in these moments. She said, real quick, what color are my eyes? I said, real quick, beautiful. 
Nice. Hey, oh, God. Let's go. And she, <laughs> she didn't, she didn't smile, but I just felt, I just felt that hit her spirit and she didn't smile or nothing. And she said, no, really, what color are they? And I said, blue. And she said, okay, honey, I'm going to let you go. And that was Jesus dude. watching me because I'm telling you, if they had sent that dude crazy. in, that dude would have stopped the fight. Bro, I, I was, when that happened, I was like, oh shit, dude. Like Bryce Yo, still got epic, it. He's still good, but that's, right there, they were going to call that shit. You pulled that off. I was like, Bryce, if anyone was going to pull that off is Bryce. And apparently, dude, that line's epic. That's fucking That's an epic line, bro. You, that's a short that's going viral, bro. That's fire. Yeah. Bryce. I needed that money. I needed that Bryce over here hitting fucking, uh, the, the fucking doctors. While he's got a baby coming, giving away money, right? Giving away money. Hey, Bryce, here's what we're going to do from Overdogs. We're going to give you $2,500 towards a real fucking electrician so you don't kill yourself. Let's go. What? That just, yeah, let's do it. That just really shocked me, man. Yeah, let's do it. You gave, look, you gave five grand of your fucking paycheck away to people you didn't know, right? For fucking Hawaiian uh, fire victims. So we're going to do, we're going to do 2,500. We'll do half of that. So you don't kill yourself on, on building the fucking house for you and the baby. Man, that's, that's fine, uh, man. I so much appreciate you guys. And, um, heck, I, I, I'll do anything I can to keep a relationship with you guys, you know, and uh, just keep being I, I you. Can't, cool, I, I can't we thank you enough, man. And, uh, so the reason I started giving, we want to see big- pictures of the baby. <laughs> yeah, that baby needs a nice place not this trailer that i've been living in for like nine years that's right but uh the reason i started giving is because i gave my my life to christ i became a christian became reborn that was before the edson barbosa fight and that was the fight that i started giving back and um i'm i never gave anything to anybody until i gave my life to christ and then i felt compelled to and then i felt a strong urge to study the word and the history of Christianity to try to get a good concept of it. And I had these undeniable urges to give. And um, I just think it's that Holy Spirit. And uh, thank you guys for, for giving to me. That's, that's him, man. That's Ice Bags over here, man. You're a great person. And he just felt it in his spirit to, to give to you, I guess. And uh, just to help you out because you helped out a bunch of people you don't know. And we know that you put it on the line when you go out there and you fight yeah. your ass off. Um, and you got that baby on the way, man. You got to take care of things. So, And it's great that you you found God like that, man. I'm, I love God, man. I'm a Christian. Uh, I think maybe all of us are here. I can't, I can't speak for everybody, but I know I am. And, um, you know, just make it fun, you know. Make, make sure the learning about the Lord and everything, just make it fun and make it... Um, you know, positive and obviously being with God, it's a, it's about positivity, but God show you lessons through, through some tribulations. And, um, that's where you learn the most at. So just make it fun about God, man. Make people want to want more of God, you know, from you, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And like you said, there's going to be tribulations and that's where you grow. That's why we fight, baby. Hang on. Yes, hey, sir. Bryce, I heard, I heard a story, and I don't know if this shit's true or not. Like, I hit everybody, and I'm like, yo, Bryce is coming on the fucking show. Throw me some questions, right? And they said, this motherfucker wrestled a deer and I killed was, it. I was waiting to bring this one up. Yep. Yep, that happened. And I got to hear this shit. You ate the deer? Oh, yeah. He we beat his ear off. We, we for sure <laughs> ate the deer. 
I mean, it yeah, was about yeah, a probably yeah. 100, 120 pound doe, something like that. Okay. But, uh, you know, not like the biggest doe ever, but definitely not a small one. You know, it was pretty good size. But would you rear naked I, choke that? Yeah. <laughs> he probably thought so it was a twister. <laughs> I was hunting with a crossbow and I had my scope electrical taped on there. Like I taped it on and, uh, I'd zeroed the, the, the scope for like 40 yards back at camp and it was shooting good. But I guess when I got out to the woods, the tape wiggled loose and, uh, I lost my zero at 40 yards. So I was seeing all these deer and I was shooting and missing and I'm not kidding you. It's cause my scope was taped on. So, uh, if it wasn't for me missing, I wouldn't have been able to get the doe. But what happened is I called the doe in for like two and a half hours, maybe three, probably more like a little over two, though. And I've you heard use people... a you use a hand, hand or, a, or a mechanical one? It was, it was a hand call. All right, let me and, hear it. Yeah, let's yeah. see it. Let me uh, hear it. Uh, uh, I go. mean, I had my – it's a little thing you blow in, but I lost it since. But – um anyways it called it's it's sound of a doe you know and so i was sitting there uh calling it in and people say hey it, you can't i've heard people say this you can't call a deer in for two hours that's bullshit i'm telling you i've done it i'm telling you i've done it and what happened is the first call i was very faint and i just did about two of them um and then it responded by walking closer but then stopped so i waited like 20 minutes and i didn't move a muscle i did it again and it got closer and it stopped and now i mean well into an hour it's moved closer three times and on the fourth time where it finally got up and moved closer it was sleeping every time that's why it was taking so long i was watching it walk closer to me and then fall asleep and walk closer fall asleep well it finally got up to me and then it turned like it wasn't going to walk any closer and it fell asleep. I took a shot and I missed because my scope was taped on with electrical tape and uh, it got out of zero. So I, I couldn't even tell where I missed. I just knew it was real far. But the those at like 40 yards, I'm up in the deer stand and I shot my last bolt. So I was out of ammo and I was really pissed off. So I just climbed down the deer stand and uh, it, it woke up too. After I shot, it woke up, it got spooked and then it went right back to sleep. And then that's when I got pissed off, and I said I'm gonna try to get my hands on it. And I really wanted, I really wanted to get some some deer meat. I was out there for deer meat, you know. I love that deer meat. That's fucking amazing, bro. Man, I ran wait, out of ammo. So wait, so fucking, did you what? jump out of the fucking tree? What? How the fuck is that a thought? Well, I had it's to. It's not even a thing. That's no, never How is happened that a ever. I'm gonna go put hands on this fucking deer right now. <laughs> I, I went real quiet. I waited till it went back to sleep, and I went real quiet down the deer stand. And uh, I remember halfway down the deer stand, I was thinking, man, I need my hatchet because I do carry a hatchet on me when I'm out there. But I left my hatchet up top in the stand, so I said, fuck it, I'm just going to use my hands. And uh, then I started walking at it when I hit the ground, but I was crawling on all fours to not crunch leaves. So I was crawling like a monkey, and then there was a dead tree pointing at it so i walked on the dead tree and it didn't make any noise at all on that dead tree uh like it wasn't leaves it was a nice solid tree that i was walking on so it didn't make no noise it was pointing right to it so i walked there but when i got to the end of the tree i took my gloves off because i figured we was gonna wrestle 
And then why would you think they're not like kangaroos in Australia? You're not going to box. You're going to wrestle here. That's right. And it was on its side too. It was sleeping on its side. And then I, I finished crawling all the way up on it. And uh, my mom had just told me, I'm not kidding you. My mom, she has this sense about her that she knows when shit's going to go wrong. And she had just told me all week. She said, don't you get up there close to one of them deer. They'll kill you. She kept telling me that all week. She didn't know that I was going to try to wrestle a deer, but she just had, she's like this. If the storm's coming or something, she just knows. She'll text oh, me women like, hey, intuition, man. storm's coming, you know. But she's telling me all week, don't wrestle them deer. They'll, they'll, they'll kill you. She said, if you get close to one of them deer, they'll kill you. Even if you shoot them, you'll go up there to, to slit its throat and it'll kill you because it'll just hook you right in the face, you know, and knock you out and stomp you to death. There was a guy, an older guy, who got his ass kicked by a deer that year. That's what she was worried about me. And I kept hearing her voice in my head. Or she said, oh, these don't mess with these deer, Bryce. They're going to kill you. And I was like, fuck that, it. I'm huh? going to do it. And I, I slid the hurt, choke. Huh? And, and before, actually, before I slid the choke in, I texted my coach. And uh, I told him to help, you know. I said, I, I didn't tell him what. I just texted him, help. And he's about a quarter mile away, and he ran over. And when I let go of that deer, when he got there, you said before you slid the choke in. So how did this? How did this go Wait, down? You already yeah. How did this go down? Using contest clues, I'm listening. He texts his coach, who was further away, so he knew yes. he was going to hold that choke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yes. said before, yeah, he had yeah. slipped it in. Yeah. So yeah. What so type I, of choke? I was when I texted coach, I made sure I was already straddling the deer. So if I woke the deer up, getting my phone out of my He's pocket, it don't matter. I'm already straddling. You're choking out a deer and texting your coach. coach you, you mounted what? the Phil, fucking He's already deer. mounted the deer and wrong. texting him. I was wrong. And he's texting him. I was with yeah, you, Phil. I thought the same thing. This what is a great deer. What right are you doing, when I Bryce? Hit send, that, right when I hit send, I seen he replied real quick. And he said, okay, because I said, help. He said, okay. And I knew he was coming, so I put the phone in the pocket, and the deer still ain't woke up at this point. I was texting, still didn't wake it up. And then I, I slid my left arm in, and I uh, proceeded to choke it to death, but it, it ran me in Did a circle. Did you like, a dead deer, man? And it, <laughs> you were it, up with deer, and it ain't wake up. Was the deer this, dead? The deer was already dead. It was either dead or Bryce is a ninja. It. He shot it. He, he had he shot it previously, and it was dead. He went peacefully. chicken on that deer, man. You know, now That's here's crazy. where it gets where it gets crazy because of course coach comes no, up and coach, yeah, right. it gets this crazy. Where it gets crazy, boys. <laughs> well, boys, yeah. this is where it gets fucking crazy. Well, coach didn't Go. believe me. So me and coach start arguing when he comes up and he says, because this deer has done spun me in a circle about two or three times by the time he gets there because her back legs I can't secure. I've got her front legs under control because I've got my legs crossed like that, and I'm flexing my legs and my arms extending her. But I can't stop her back legs from moving. And they have power in them back legs, brother. And she's spinning me in a circle. So I thought she was alive the whole time. So Coach gets there. I mean, she's she's spinning me in a circle. She she was asleep. Yeah, and uh, Coach says, what are you doing? I said, "I'm, I'm choking this deer. He says, well, where'd you shoot it? I said, I didn't fucking shoot it. And he says, yes, you did. He said, stop fucking with me. I said, dude, I swear on my life, I didn't fucking shoot it. And he starts, and he's, it, once again, he says, okay, Bryce, good one. Now, where'd you shoot it? I said, Roly, I didn't fucking shoot the deer. I said, I want you to chop its head because my arms are getting tired. And he said, chop its head. I said, yeah, go get my hatchet up in the deer stand. 
And uh, he was like, are you serious? I said, yes, and run because my arms are tired. And I had to yell at him. And he goes and gets the hatchet. And when he comes back, we're going to, you know, put the thing out of her misery. And when I let go, all that all that air came out of the lungs. And so that just proves that the she had no air for like, it took him about five minutes to get there. I held the choke plenty long. And the the air was coming out of the lungs. And it, it made a, that was the last noise it made. You know, Here's the best part is I thought. It didn't sound like. Oh. Hey, I thought I thought when he was telling the story, I thought Phil froze, but Phil was like so into the fucking story <laughs> that he just looked like he had froze. Bro, like he, did, he blinked like twice. That shit threw me, man. That shit's crazy. That's fucking yeah. It ain't a bad story. That Coach crazy. didn't believe me. Coach didn't even believe me at first. And then I'm after- having a hard time keeping <laughs> these alligators down, boy. I'm telling you, man. After- afterwards, we cleaned the dough up and everything was going normal. And we're car- I'm on one side of the cooler. He's on the other. We got all the meat loaded up. And we're walking out with the cooler. And his foot stumbles across the bolt sticking out of the ground. And he picks up that bolt. And he looks over the head of it and spins it around. He says, I don't see any blood on this bolt. He said, you didn't hit it, did you? I said, I fucking told you. I missed. I said, I choked the deer to death. He's like, okay, I believe you now. <laughs> he hey, wouldn't believe man. me. He I, wouldn't I, believe I me. Phil, your, turn, people... your turn, Phil. React. Remember that time you killed a wild animal? With your I animal? shot somebody I, in Brooklyn. I, I can't say I have, man. That's pretty fucking Outside the Eagles game. <laughs> and and, in, and if you've ever seen a deer in person up close, those aren't small creatures. You know what I mean? That's pretty nah. And they yeah, buck like hard. shit. I fuck you. a deer up, bro. I, I need to beat the shit out of a deer. I need to see Mike box a kangaroo. That's, I ain't touching a deer. Fuck that. Michael yeah. bare knuckle box. Hey, Mike. We BKFC. catch we catch gators in Florida, baby. Gators got bites, but they don't got kicks like deer. I love some gator nuggets. <laughs> There's these dudes on Instagram. I see these videos. This guy's walking through like the Amazon rainforest or the fucking Everglades, and he's just like, "Oh, look at this fucking black widow!" And he picks this fucking oh that dude. He walks barefoot around it. Spiders and dragons hey. up. He goes and like, like, "Oh, you hey, the, the fucking snake bites his Play ass," and he's like, "Oh, this shit's really poison." Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, white guy, yeah, yeah. White guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's a white guy, Phil. No, 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 There's no, a black dude walking through the fucking uh, Everglades, no, picking no, no. Tarzan. Y- Tarzan. 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 Tarzan, Tarzan, bro, <laughs> from Florida, black dude. Yeah, yeah, Tarzan that's right. Is real as fuck. Yeah. I, he, I, I thought, hey, I thought only white guys were dumb enough to do that. No, shit. he ain't doing no, no yoinking though. Tarzan so doesn't. With... Is Tarzan white or black? Black. No, Tarzan is a black man. Uh, man, I, I do ain't picking up no black widows. I dated one for two years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That was the sex, though, Bryce. The sex was good, though, right? No, Dude, she's no, burning it, down. Oh, no, man, really? She's yep, burning trees right, down, usually. You you will always pay for your sin. You'll never get away from it. You, you'll pay the price. That's all I got to say. I'm paying the price, brother. But that's just what it is. It's a learning experience. Hold Let me on, say man, this you real gotta quick. be more Can... positive than that, man. <laughs> you, you, because you know you're on top right now, man. You got a big win. You're back yeah. in the winning circle. Uh, you're headed in a positive direction. Um, What's it, next? It's Philly's turn Wait, next. Before man. we get into it's that, can I say something real quick? 
Are you fight my... next, Phil? Who you want to fight next, Phil? Wait, before you of get course. into it, Phil, my bad. No, go ahead. I need to go grab my, my beers. You guys know the drill. Sorry. Hey, you're, I you're drink, go get your buzz. I drink two buzz beers. Light. Shut the fuck up. But I also yeah. want to say this. Just tuck, a mental hey, tuck image. Your, tuck your little wiener in and go get your buzz. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to get my buzz. <laughs> okay, peep this, though. The mental image. Imagine walking through the fucking woods out for a stroll and you fucking. Is that Bryce? Mitchell over there fucking choking a deer choking out. A deer. Can you like, bro? You should have gone on Instagram live instead of texting your coach, bro. Epic. Like, fucking hind legs are just kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you should have told your coach to open Instagram. Hey, I like I, I like how it feels like. No, no, no. He was waiting to he he hit him before, and then Bryce is like, Nah, I had him in a chokehold, and I was texting my coach at the same time. That's crazy. I thought he I thought he knew what he was about to do. He's about. To, and he's like, let me hit him now. As soon as I put yeah, the choke in, he should be pulling up. That's what I did. I, I had the I was straddling the deer. I was still standing. I texted <laughs> coach. I said, help, help. I actually texted him help twice just to make sure he'd get he feel the yeah. ring, you know what I mean? And then I when he said okay, I knew he was running to me. So then I put the phone up in my pocket. Then yeah. I choked it. Then you triangle that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, while straddling him. Yeah, yeah, I had, yeah. Now, wow. when I went to lock in that choke, I, I, turned hey, I on my couldn't side. choke out my fucking golden doodle if you wanted to right now, <laughs> and you choked out a fucking deer. Yo, bags, you gotta. Why I'll do you choke have you out you, on camera? Is that a is that what is that motherfucker? Fuck you up. What is that mural on your wall? That's me, dog. I mean, but what's the what's we don't we don't see the full mural. I see like a chain. I, hang on, hang on. I should. I will beat a dog. You're like, you're like holding a chain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this and, and, yeah, yeah, the you know the Dave Chappelle as he had the little John painting, but it was him. Oh, okay. It's okay. the fucking little John ice okay. bags, but this one, this one's crazy. That was fire. He got a cool yeah, Is this your office or your living room? What? Is this your living room? Yeah, this is my new house, man. Oh man, congratulations, man. I saw you got oh, a new this deal the living with that. room, man. This is like this is like his pantry. Don't get too fucking comfortable there, Mike. <laughs> nah. But it's a, it's my home office. Oh okay. yeah, you know, we got we got uh we got Biggie. Biggie counting the cash with Trump on the head. And then my wife got me this one for my uh Nobody's ever seen this shit. So we've done like fucking seven shows. I've done like 40 podcasts and it's always just zoomed in on me. Right. So nobody ever sees it. But now Mike came in and has to zoom out a little bit. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, do we move the painting? Do we not? So my wife got me this for my 40th. That's a great present. And so we all show, it was like a hundred of us in Vegas. Right. We show up, we're partying and she's like, this is what I got you. And I open it up and I'm like, what the fuck is it? She's like, yo, it's, it's a little John painting. It's a little John picture. Right. With your fucking face on it, face on it, but my homie painted it. Fucking Fire. phenomenal. My wife's, my wife's you, you, a killer, dude. Fire. You know the only people, straight up. This is his. This is in the Bible, I think. The only people that have painted murals of themselves in hanging up in their house are like villains in movies. <laughs> like I show up to your house, bro. I'm more. thinking you're either the biggest narcissist ever, or you run some massive cocaine, like something. <laughs> I gotta show you my painted mural. Could be either one, buddy. Could be either one. <laughs> I have a self-painted portrait mural thing. It's fucking cool. I bet that motherfucker's ugly. 
It's fucking super dope, actually. It was when it was I had like the mohawk. It was like right before I killed Alex Reyes, before he came back from the dead and then went and just lost again the other day. Yeah, that was that was a pretty tough loss. After like three year layoff. I have uh, one of my dog, but not me because I'm not a narcissist. For both of you guys, you're in the best position you could possibly be in. You can get whatever you want. What's the dream matchup? What's the dream fight? World championship, world title. It's pay-per-view. You're the fucking main event type style Volkanovski. fight. Volk, yeah. Volkanovski for Bryce. Kobe. Volkanovski. Kobe okay. Covington. And I like I, both of those answers. I think I'm going to be the one that, that is capable of beating Volk, too, because Are I you think fi- a lot of... You're 55, though, right, bro, Bryce? 40, he's 45. He's 45. You're 45. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And he might go up. Bryce, what do you think about a, a Ilya Tapuria matchup, though? Rematch. I, I would love that rematch. I just know I would do, what do so what do you much do better. Different? What do you do different? Well, I show up healthy and then sure. I kick his ass. I mean, there's certain things that you can feel in a fight where you don't have to have an analyst. It's person when i get that guy down he's in trouble i got him down in the first round with two minutes of control time i know how to feel people when i'm grappling and i know what i feel and i know he's not gonna get up when i get him down and uh i'm gonna win the rematch yeah you know i look like shit that fight man i felt like shit and i shouldn't have been in there but i learned a valuable lesson yeah i think that god's gonna basically turn that into a bigger opportunity somehow. And I don't know exactly how, but that loss is going to set me up for future success. I firmly Dude, believe it. In, in just martial arts history, when you look at it, people that go undefeated up until the championship, usually, you know, they obviously have a giant target on their back and they eventually lose, like maybe defending a title. Who a has? Defenses in. Well, Who it's not, it's that? not, it's not common. And the ones that have kind of fall off after they finally lose as like the champion, that skyrocketing shit, like everyone gets a reset at some point. They lose something, you know, they who lose did, a fight. Who, who has done that? Cody Garbrandt did that? Did he get Cody, there undefeated? Cody, and, then, yeah, and then TJ smoked him off. and then look, and then he fucking fell off. This is what I mean. And, so then people and his like defense, Bryce. In his defense, TJ was, was doped up on oh. the best shit you can get, the EPO. You know, and he dropped him while he was on EPO. He couldn't put him away because that fucking EPO helps you recover. And yep. uh, and then when Garbrandt got beat, it was in such devastating fashion that I don't think he was allowed to recover long enough to come back at full health again. And I mm-hmm. think TJ was doping in the rematch. And uh, I think that shit makes your body so much more capable that, you know, Garbrandt just couldn't finish him because of that dope. But that's just what I think on uh, Garbrandt. That's why I love him so much and respect him because Garbrandt was phenomenal yep. until he fell off. I remember when he knocked out uh, Almeida. Almeida was like the big new hyped up dude, and I watched that in a tent. Yeah. I was out hunting. Who I else, fucking found a signal. Who else has gone undefeated, become the champion? Then Volk. no one. Well, really. nah, Volk. 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 Yeah. Volk. 
But yeah, there's been a, had there's an been L a few before he became no. champ or no? No, no, yeah. no. That's what I mean. Uh, he might have had one, but he'd be like no, Aldo. He didn't. Aldo was one. He, Aldo lost his very first fight ever, like in Brazil. I mean, it was just a yeah. like, quick, I think, submission or something. Then didn't lose again until fucking Connor, you know. And then you see, my point is, when you're building up, you're getting there. Longevity of fighters of people that start off undefeated and then lose before they get the title, they do way better in the long run, statistically. I mean, I don't yeah. have them compiled right now, but that's absolutely true. You know, yeah, it's almost I, just like a quick agree. reset. Yeah. Adesanya was undefeated until Jan. Yeah. Uh, that's yes. True. That's true. And then look, it's so, been off got, and on you got, since. You got Adesanya being super hyped up, going in, losing that fight. You got, uh, here, here's one that I don't think is going to last long either. And I said this, I was like, Adesanya is not going to last long as the champ. Here's another one I don't think will. But he did, though. He didn't. He fucking he fucking beat Pereira. No, dude, time. Izzy Izzy so is literally probably he's up it. there with he lost two fucking title fights in a year. Bro, he here's the next one. I don't like think, I don't think last long. Here's okay. the next one. I don't think last long. Sugar Sean. No. Yeah. He knocked out all Jermaine on a fucking punch, and I don't think he fucking last long. I think no. I think dude, I think there's six guys in that fucking division that can beat him. Marab Marab was I think Sugar Rashad Evans might have been the one who said. Oh, dude. I think Sugar uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley uh-huh. stays there for a while. This is what Sugar Rashad. That's fine. Said. All right. Congrats, Rashad. But I don't think it's a fucking thing. And his, I mean, he has rocked people. But I don't think it happens. It, what's his next fight? Is it gonna be Cheeto? Is it gonna be? It's Marab? gonna be Cheeto. Is it gonna be it's the gonna rematch be Cheeto. with Aldo? It's gonna be Cheeto. And if Cheeto, Cheeto fucking whoops his ass again from the number six spot. Then, 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 then the whole fucking Sugar Sean lore is gone at that point. I don't. It's nah. gone. That's a good fucking fight, though. I would like to see Cheeto and Sean re- run it That's back. That's what we need. The history. Sean's undefeated, yeah. except for breaking yeah. his leg except kicking Cheeto. He broke his own leg kicking the motherfucker. Yeah, but then Cheeto hit that fucking nasty follow up shot drop. Like that that put him out. Bryce, if he if he moved up, you'd whoop his ass, wouldn't you? Well, here's the thing about O'Malley is um, he's been making a lot of comments about wanting to start a farm. Now, I'm not going to let my ego. (laughs) I'm not going to let my ego push me away from a potential ally. And if he wants to start a farm, me and Uh O'Malley would have the perfect farm. And I'll start a fucking farm, too. Because I I live. The thing is, is in Arkansas, you have so much grasslands for cheap that he could just invest. Sugar Sean is not working a goddamn farm. I'm, I'm just telling you, Sugar Sean no, is not working not. a fucking so, farm, right? So I'll I run mean, the he farm. might he's say talking, he is. He might say he is on his fucking podcast. That motherfucker is not farm. starting a fucking farm, bro. Could be a but, weed farm. Yes, and here's the thing: is that if we could use, say, me and me and Sean split a farm. He used, I, I show up and tend to the animals, process them and everything, okay? I know how to butcher cows, all that, okay? Uh, and choke out deer. Yeah, if I have to. And uh, <laughs> anyways, he brings over the social media team. The money would be made from filming the farm life. from, And he already has the infrastructure of the social media. Those people follow him around with cameras everywhere he goes. We get a farm going, he films it, we make some money off of filming how to farm. Uh, the reason that I love farming is because we are at war right now. 
And uh, Jeremiah 29, it instructs the people to get wives and grow gardens. Okay, and you need a wife to produce offspring and multiply, and you need a garden to feed them. And uh, that's what it's all about. And uh, we, uh, Hey, Bryce. Hold on. Bryce. Where's the war? Well, hang on. You don't know about that. But so, Bryce, real quick. <laughs> Bryce, real quick. Hang on. Hang on. On the wife's side, Mike is happily married. He's, he's bearing offspring. I'm happily married, bearing offspring. You're happily married, soon bearing offspring. Yes, sir. What about Mac Malley? Absolutely. He's drinking Bud Light. He's drinking Bud Light. He's drinking Bud Light with no women and no kids. <laughs> Motherfucker, I got horses and I got dogs, bro, on, and I live on a fucking ranch. Bro, the here's fuck, the, man. Here's the thing about our farming is that it's... Bud it's, Light, they put a bunch of frogs in a pot of Bud Light, and it turned <laughs> all the male frogs women. Yep. I'm just that's a true well, thing. We're doing a social experiment, man. That's we'll see by thing. episode 20 what I look like. Okay, we'll figure it out. You're gonna you're sterilizing. <laughs> well, I don't got ah, fuck it. Bryce, finish your you're, point. You're fuck gonna you. be a transvestite fuck, by episode well, well, 12. Fuck you, white bags. Fuck you. Right, so what's what war, war are we in? So here's it here's the war is that if they can get all of the farmland and you're eating government subsidized oh, big yeah. corporation food it's they're gonna control you okay if you're growing your own food whenever the dollar collapses it really won't affect you to very much you'll have your own food and also too when we let these big corporations take over our food the quality of it degrades for example you can't get raw milk uh where i live okay um the eggs are not as healthy the steak is full of vaccines and steroids and the milk is full of steroids, too. They steroid shoot all these cows up and get these hormones yep. in them to make them bigger. And you can't get – it's so corrupted at the store, you can't damn near get a steak that hadn't been hit with a vaccine or a steroid. And the FDC or whatever, whoever the fuck controls it, the government uh, organization that's supposed to be there for our safety, that's who ensures that we're eating hormone – steroided up antibiotic infused meat these antibiotics and these these hormones that are in the meat affect us and so it's just bad quality but this, this is how i know that mike agrees with you because i said hey mike i said i'm gonna grab uh i said come over about six o'clock man and i'm gonna order some food what do you guys want and he said i don't know man they deliver steak and i'm like <laughs> i said Fuck it, deliver steak. No, you shut up. Steak delivery, I'm that's fucking not story. I'm telling my bad. fucking story. I'm telling my story. You okay, shut all up. Right. I said, deliver steak? No, like, bro. See, you, you know what? I'll fucking, no. Hey, hey, Mike, don't worry. Fucking diva. I'll go to the fucking grocery store and pick up some baked potatoes. I said caviar and wagon. Hey, put hey, on these charcoal. Strips. I, hey, put nice. it on I got prime strips. This fucking thick and cooked them for Mike. This fucking Dude. thick. This motherfucker is a I'll, diva. He, he, he don't want to act like hey, it. He's a fucking diva. Y'all cook with charcoal? <laughs> <laughs> Did you cook it with charcoal? Ice bags? Trump, 20, no. Trump you, 2024 this mother and the dollar doesn't crash and America's riches can be yeah. and we're fucking valid and solid. We're eating all the caviar and American Wagyu, Japanese Wagyu. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter where it's from. Trump will, 2024, baby. Yep. I will fuck all you guys up on the grill. 
dead ass. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick, take on the grill out of that. Take up on the grill out of that sentence you just said. Drink your Bud Light and say it again. <laughs> I will fuck all you guys. That's I will do what you fucking said. Watch this. Watch this. I'll do it right now. I'll pinky up and everything. Peep this. Peep this. Peep this. Bryce, what do you think oh, about Mac Malley drinking Bud Light? Seriously. Man, Dude. I ain't into all of that stuff, man. It ain't yeah, for me. Like, what do you mean, buddy. beer? Like, bro, you realize when I go whiskey? to the gas station, hold on. You know when I go to the gas station, I pick up a fucking 15-pack of some brewskis to come over here and talk to some UFC fighters. I'm not thinking about political statements. Now, maybe this time I should have been like, shit. Yeah, I'm going to catch some flame for this because I've drank this the last couple podcasts. You got to get some better beers, dude. Bro, I drink 17 of them. I don't need good beer. I just need fucking drinkable shit. They sell these in 50 or 16 Rice, ounce cans. Would you ever drink a Bud Light? No, man. That chick's got a dick. <laughs> Damn right, Bryce. I don't understand. Amen, hey, Bryce. Amen, brother. 15 beers. Amen, okay, Bryce. I, I, I should have put it in a glass. I should have. I, I like one this. or two IPAs. Do you? I'm good. One one How beer on a Sunday. How many tequilas? I like a lot of tequilas. Yeah. <laughs> IPA I'm is like. I'm good because I might fight Logan Paul soon. Man, I would love that matchup. Yeah, Dude, it'd be fun, huh? What do you yeah. think, Bryce? We were we were talking about this earlier. There's literally no path to victory. It's the dumbest replacement Logan could possibly Logan. have. Like Dylan Mike. to Mike oh, Perry, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no I, path I, to I, victory I, for Logan. I think he does not have the footwork necessary Logan. to do the evading that he would need to do. Mm. It, it would be yep. one thing if he could if he could just finesse with the feet and dance away and run the whole time and not actually have to fight Mike, but his footwork's not even good enough to run. He, he'd be, no. he'd be really in bad trouble and I would love to watch usually, that fight. And he usually fights like counter strikers. So he's not used to, he's not used to people pressuring him either. Well, you know, Mike has a nice built in defense and it, especially for <laughs> bare knuckle. Is, would that fight be bare knuckle? No, but, uh, with that, that he would, would favor, fuck him up. That would Aaron favor Till you. said he wouldn't do bare knuckle against me. Well, man, that would really favor you even more because you would just, yeah, that, that would put you just needing to land one shot. And uh, he, he's never been hit as hard as what you could hit no, in one with shot. With boxing so. gloves, he would have a little bit of defense. Well, it'd just take you a little longer, but it'd be the same outcome. Look, Bryce, let me explain this real quick. By this point in the podcast, <laughs> you usually, fucking said some shit to Mike me. And, and bags get pretty pretty wasted because they're, you know. I haven't been drinking. I've been training with Roy Jones Jr. down here. Yeah, but you're here. letting him fuck with you too, though. Like, you know, if you're around people, drinking. you'll get. But now yeah. I'm thinking about drinking because I'll beat Logan Paul drunk or not. Oh, for sure. Probably but I worse am drunk. being a good boy. and I'm, So that leads me to another question for you, Bryce. When it comes to um, if you drink, when do you stop before a fight? If you smoke, when do you stop before a fight? And when you fuck, when do you stop (laughs) fucking your wife before a fight? Well, I don't drink because I get straight up retarded, dude. Like I black out. (laughs) Okay. I, like I, I fought a tree one time when I was a kid. <laughs> you choked it out too. And, you well, choked the deer out. You were sober. The the <laughs> the tree was there when I woke up, and I heard about the fight, but um, didn't harm the tree at all. But uh, dude, I'll smoke a little tobacco. You know what I mean, and uh, pretty much do that oh, whenever I want. And 
you know, shoot, that whole not nothing before a fight, I've started doing it. Wait, not you're doing oh, what you they call semen retention? In a fight when you don't nut at least like five days. Oh, bro. I've been waiting <sighs> yeah. a couple weeks, and I think at the very least it pisses you off. It does. It gets you all riled and up, you man. you got your legs under you. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever fucked the day of the fight and you went out there and you're in the second round and you're like, "Damn, my legs are feeling heavy." Well, I I can't remember if the second part was true, but I do remember the first part. Dude, it just takes out something out of your drive, man. You're just not as driven, you know? It's like, why do men earn money and fight in the first fucking place? Usually, yeah. If there were no women in the world, there would be no war, probably. There'd be yeah. no war. Everyone would just, it would be communist. Like, we would just all, yeah, take that. Yeah, whatever you need. I'll fix your car. Bring me some steak. It would be just bullshit. Dude, women. So if, if you satisfy that goal right before a fight, man. You already started. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. You know, I've been holding it back we for a couple weeks, about... just getting nice and pissed off. I'll do that just for dating, bro. I'll be like, I got to be amped up for this this date right here. I'm gonna, I'm a. <laughs> I got a question for you, Bryce. What's that? Because it, it was funny as fuck. It wasn't funny. It was, it was funny. It was cool. But when you dropped Edson Barbosa, what went through your mind? Because I was like, oh shit. I mean, homie's got hands, but Edson Barbosa, one of the prime, you know, dealer of hands in that division. You drop him, and I'm like, oh shit. Dealing with a new monster now. What you well, think? I was like. I was wondering if he was rocked at all when I got a hold of him at, at pretty close him. after I realized he wasn't even rocked. He was just dropped. But uh, he still had his wits about him and had full defense. And then I realized that it was going to actually be hard to secure that takedown. So I, I remember after I dropped him, putting a lot of energy into that takedown and realizing that he was all there. He wasn't He wasn't dizzy. He wasn't disoriented. It just he was off balanced, and uh, so that I had to work really hard for that takedown. But I, it, it was perfect for me. Get him a little bit tired because when he got up, he was a little bit slower. But like, did you, you know, were you like, oh shit, I just dropped him? Anything like that? I mean, I I didn't really expect to drop him off the first good combo like that, but I mean, it, it happened pretty quick, and I remember. Um, not wanting to what you don't want to do is charge them way too quick that's you know rookie mm-hmm. mistake you drop somebody then you charge them real quick they could blow your load yeah exactly so i was He's not a sleeping deer I, I was pretty patient but i was also surprised by the fact that he went down on the first combo but like i said he leaned back and i uh, thought he was going to get out of distance and then i jumped a little bit further like I leapt into the shot. Sometimes when you punch, you hold your ground. But on this one, I leapt forward and threw it. And so I just got him off balance. Was Still. it a left hook you hit Barboza with? It was a right hook and then a straight left. Uh, but uh, dude, he, he went southpaw. down. Yeah, yeah, I southpaw. I southpaw. Are you a righty or a lefty, though? You switch back and forth? I do switch. But I do more southpaw. What hand do you write with? Right. Both? Are you ambidextrous? Oh, you're a right-handed fighter mm-hmm. that switches to Dustin Poirier style. Why do you do it? Because I uh, generate more power with your indominant hand with your hips. Uh, I think it's my kind of I'm harder to punch from uh, southpaw. I think 
I have minimal training, but I'm a right. I'm ambidextrous, but I would always do southpaw for that reason. My left hand's not that strong, and it just felt way more natural, right? I could use my hips to throw the left hand, which is not as strong, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I started out doing orthodox, and then for whatever reason, I started. It feels weird. Yeah, but all my amateur fights, I had 14 amateur fights. I did them all in orthodox. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go southpaw. I feel like like when you do – I mean, even in boxing, it happened. Like Mike Tyson, to me, the way he would boom, boom, and then he would hop to his, he would end up southpaw, and then he would kind of hop over and hit you with that power left hand. But they never really called it him switching to southpaw. But I watched, and I was like, he's switching. Yeah. And then he he would hit you with the power left. And um, a lot of MMA fighters do it because you could do things like spinning back fists or MMA fights get so wild with the takedowns or trying to dodge knees or, uh, you know, the switching stance just kind of happens. And then you learn to strike from there. Yeah. And there's some there's some good yeah, stuff Mike, from there. Mike would uh, he'd pick a side and then he'd go double up. You know, he'd hit you with that with the rear hand twice and then weave the other side uh-huh. and do and then double up on the other side. He'd do hook to the body uppercut, but he would, you know, every shot was devastating and it was varied. It was high low, high low, you know, uppercut hook. You didn't know what was coming there in the pocket, and then you add in the angles and that peekaboo style. He now he's hard to hit, and every time he peekaboos, he could throw an overhand off of it. You know, just phenomenal stuff. So you're a boxing fan then, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah I love watching some old school Mike Tyson. My favorite boxer is Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea, that sounds familiar. Who's your favorite boxer? Sweet Mike? Uh, Pernell Whitaker. Oh, oh Pernell, Pernell Whitaker? Whitaker, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Philly Fresh looks like fucking Pernell yeah, Whitaker, yeah. man. Yeah. He does look like him. Dude, I love it. I like uh, pee, Sugar Sugar Ray Robinson, man. Yeah, brother. He had some soul. He had and, some rhythm. And Roy and Mike. Roy, Mike, Sugar so, Ray. Yeah, man. so Bryce don't even know this. You got to get down here and work with Roy. Bryce, we've been down here. For, so, hey, so Mike's been down here the last three days working with Roy Jones Jr. And training with him, sparring with his guys, doing all that shit. So it's Smart been great. God, man. Man, he. But he, I'm a boxer. I, I, hey, I'm not. I'm not too far down the road from you. I'm. I'm on the Florida Gulf Coast. Well, dude, holler if you're in Cersei. I mean, just come by. I'll show you I, the facility. I'm. Almost no, man, you need you and the baby mama and the baby. We need. Y'all need house. a trip to the beach. Y'all need a trip to the beach. Destin in the Gulf of Mexico is a beautiful fucking beach. That's no, what she wants. And, uh, no, he wants to go we all to go the out beach. there. And we spend a weekend helping Bryce build his house, man. And I know neither of you guys are good at that shit. I'm from the desert. I'm from the country, too. I got horses and a ranch and shit. Hey, when I'll this come ele- out there and help. When this electrician is done, that's when I'm going crazy because then it'll be the last thing that I have to hire somebody else for. I'm qualified to do all the other stuff after the electrics is in. I used to paint houses for a living. When I was 16 years old, a Vietnam vet took me in and taught me how to paint. And this dude, man, he was old school. He didn't give a fuck. First day on the job, I got high as a kite, brother. And uh, <laughs> now he didn't mean to, but he just forgot that I was working with chemicals. The guy that I was working for, he actually developed an immunity to lacothinner. I mean, he could actually huff lacothinner and not get high. And if y'all have worked with lacothinner, you know 
That shit's pretty strong. Max tried it. He, he hasn't built up an immunity, but Max tried to. <laughs> Dude, I I put some in my Bud Light every time. <laughs> well, brother, it'll have you uh, going for a doozy. Because I remember my first day of work, I was working with Lacathinner. Uh, for my Vietnam vet buddy, and uh, dude, I was so high and I didn't know what was going on, and I had to go outside and air out. But ever since that day, he taught me how to paint. Uh, so I've done carpentry. And I grew up in Flint drinking lead water, and my room was full of black mold. <laughs> dude, well, I swear to God. Then your immunity is probably through the roof on the bright side. Oh yeah, man. That's why I got this chin, man. Do you know how good <laughs> my my immunity is off the charts too? <laughs> Dude, I ain't been sick. Yeah, since I, I don't ever. I don't know about that. I be getting sick. It's Mike Led. I'm such a bitch Mike when I'm <laughs> sick too. I be, yeah, I bet you are. I bet I you are. I think I've had the flu one time yeah, in my yeah, life. Babe, no. give me some chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Dude, when I just went to the, I just got back from the Dominican Republic. We did a karate combat card out there. I don't know if you've seen that before, but we did a card out there. Mm-hmm. And the first fucking day, bro, I'm going, I'm meeting some of the marketing team and I'm like, yo, we say something and they go, do you have bottled water in your room? And I'm like, no, why? They're like, you're not drinking the tap water, are you? And I was like, yeah. And they said, oh, don't do that. It's like Mexico, bro. You're going to get sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. No, didn't get sick. Drink like three bottles of that shit. Didn't get sick. So, so you went to Dominican Republic? Yeah. And you drank tap water? My old lady didn't was get just sick. asking me about that. She asked if I wanted to go to Mexico or Dominican Republic. I said, I want to stay in America because I don't trust all those countries. And then she said Dominican Republic was American. And I was like, man, I don't even I They'll didn't know like that. They'll like you. Nah, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not. But it's, it's like Puerto Rico. Good almost. thing and not They're falling for you woman's tricks. Well, Puerto Rico is a territory, but yeah. it's still not. America, but they're similar. But they treat you nice. You're like, not yeah. supposed to drink the water. I, I want. I don't drink fucking water. I, I want some well, drink water. Only okay, people Dominican... who drink Bud Light can drink the water. Yeah, yeah. if you Bro, drink Bud Light, you drink up. all the water. I will never buy this shit again, man. It's hey, got a political the, the statement. Is, I want to get blood. Hey, the reason you can drink all the water is they pump all the estrogen into it. So oh, it's just oh, estrogen yeah, laced. Yeah. Oh, so when you drink Bud Light, you're fine. That explains my beard. You're fine. Fuck, that stuff will bang you, you out, man. Just your nuts shrivel <laughs> up, you know. No big deal. Okay. All right. Guys, sorry. Sorry, guys. Guys. About what, buddy? Don't don't apologize. What's up, man? We need, we right. need, we need a right. way. Let, yeah, let's Wait, get here. Peep this. All right. Bryce, if you want to go to Dominican Republic, bro, we're throwing a card November 3rd. Fucking come out and watch a karate combat card. I'll get that Dude, coming. I didn't know yeah. you were affiliated with Karate yeah, Combat. His, his, bass, his boss well, he doesn't fucking want to go to that shit. Oh, yeah, dude. He's there. Man. You could literally fucking I went come do there content too. with him. I went to DR mm-hmm. for the Titan fighting for my boy Alex. He fought. Yeah, it was right. one. Yeah. Watch Hang this. On. Bryce, if you want to come and do a training session with Boss Rutten, do some content with some of the karate fighters, I can absolutely get that done. Man, what date are y'all going to Dominican Republican? November 3rd. Dominican Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I'm and I'm not like pitching nothing, but like dude, yeah, November you said your no, wife said that November 3rd. November 3rd. Okay. We're going to have another card. So we get you out there a couple days before I just to do some fun stuff and hey, hang out Max with Boss Root and drinks Bud Light. So I got to end up in the Dominican Republic with him. Man, fuck. You know, you know don't go up. there. Go to go to Destin. I'm just saying 
If you end up in the Dominican Republic, you end up with Mac Malley drinking Bud Light somewhere. In a they don't have it there, corner. bro. You, you drink Presidente there. Shut the fuck. Bryce, don't listen to them. Well, y'all They're already know who's going to make the decision. She's going to make the decision. You're damn right. <laughs> She's going to pick <laughs> Destin. Yeah. She might. Yeah, you want to go to the beach? You want to go to the I'll, beach? You want to go to the the resort. The resort we now. stay yeah. out. You know, you know what they changed. call the beach here? Remember when Conor McGregor said, murmur, murmur, murmur. <laughs> That's the name of the beach here is murmur beach. This is the murmur. exact conversation murmur. that we had today. She said, so where do you want to go for the honeymoon? And I said, what about the Ozark Mountains? I want to go out in the woods and just like live in a tent for like three or four days. And she said... <laughs> She said, absolutely not. Why in the fuck would you think I would want to go out in the woods and nobody normal does that? And I mean, she's offended by my answer. I said, well. Yeah, she's fucking right, right? I said, it's a honeymoon, no, bro. Give her, give her paradise. And then, that's, a, that's a clothing company that I'm trying to come out with called Paradise. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Give her paradise, man. Come to Destin. Murmur, murmur, murmur. Miramar Beach. Well, that's basically Myrmar. what was concluded by the conversation. She proceeded to tell me, after asking me where I wanted to go, she proceeded to tell me I have no option and we're going to a beach. <laughs> that sounds Hey, like welcome to married woman, life. Man. That sounds like married life. That's yeah, the that's truth. Good. You're, you're good. You're good, buddy. Just learn, like just learn to go with what she says. and That's right. Everything <laughs> will build itself. Yeah, that's exactly. why I'm 32 so and still single. I'm going to the beach. Aloha, brother. <laughs> oh, she said that he has no choice. It was either Mexico yeah. or, Dominican or Dominican Republic. <laughs> and I would say Mexico is actually like an okay Mexico's fucking dope. destination. But you got to go to the right spot because Mexico's big. You can go right, anywhere. Right. Quick question uh-huh. before we get off. How big do you think Michelle Obama's dick is? Dude, it's Dude. bigger than mine. I'll tell you I right now. On Can a, I tell you guys something in confidence day, when we talk about this mine. I've seen it on the Ellen show. I tell you right now, if you type in uh, Michael Obama, Ellen, you'll see, you'll see him dancing on the Ellen show, and you'll know something ain't right. Can I be dead ass with you guys? Flaccid. You think like four or five inches flaccid? At least. <laughs> Damn. Man, that's pretty good size, boy. I mean, that's why it was a dead giveaway. It wasn't no pantyhose or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. You know, like. I don't know, man. Now I'm not I'm not usually into that type of stuff, but you know I had yeah. to I had to watch that because I had to see with my own eyes if I thought it was a dude. After watching that shit, I can promise you, Bar- Barbara Bush is a dude too. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to. No, 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 you hush. I'm not into that shit either. <laughs> I'm not into that shit either. Listen, but when Mike told me that Michelle Obama had a pretty good sized dick and he'd seen it a few times. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I'll fucking, you know, I'll watch a video or two. So he sent me a couple videos. Listen, don't go full Diego Sanchez with the conspiracy (laughs) theories and everything like that. You can have some beliefs, disbeliefs. I don't fuck with the vaccine, but don't go full retard. Mike got Mike got vaxxed no, this weekend. No, I didn't, I didn't mean to say that Diego weekend. was. I like Diego, man. Mike but got he, vaxxed this He's weekend. a little out okay. there. Here's another one. Do y'all believe in the chemtrails, that they're spraying stuff in the atmosphere to affect the weather? Yes, tell us about it. 
I, I do believe that's that. why the airplanes leave those trails. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Trails. I don't know. Sometimes, I, sometimes, sometimes maybe. mosquito spray, man. They yeah. keeping them. Yeah. They killing the billions Jeez. of mosquitoes that Jeez. got. I saw a video. A mosquito had a a serial number on it. Yeah. Bill Gates released billions well, of mosquitoes in Texas and Florida. Yeah, Mike, and there was we're, the we're first. The I don't see Mac, Mac, listen, we're driving the car, and Mike looks at me and goes, "Yo, I'm watching this video." <laughs> And this mosquito has a serial number on it. And I'm like, hey, I'm looking at him like this. Yeah. And hey, and he goes, he goes, man, maybe, I don't know. Hey, he goes, I don't know. Maybe this shit ain't real. And I'm like, man, you know what tattoo you should get? You should get the bar code. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers. Shut up. You're talking about a fucking mosquito hey, with a serial you know code. That, Shut that, up. The first, the first malaria reported deaths occurred in Florida and Texas not too long ago. So Florida and Texas never had malaria until Bill Gates started funding mosquitoes. No, no, it wasn't never. They said within the last 50 years You're or something. Right. 20, yep. 20 yeah. some years. Yeah. It, it but they had been eradicated. I didn't see years. anything. I just, years. you know what the truth is with all this conspiracy shit. It's all shit I hear through the grapevine. It's not now nothing I see. Now it's never in front of my face. Let besides me, mosquitoes, let me tell you. Let me Play, tell you a story. Fucking talk, Mike. I got to tell you this one story. Knowledge on this shit. This is this is firsthand knowledge on this particular incident, yeah. and I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> You can just change your whole worldview off this instance, but I know a guy. I know his name. He is a neighbor. He comes over and helps me, and I know where he lives. He's a very nice guy. Lives down the street from me. Now, I grew up in the woods in Arkansas playing in the woods, and we always got bit by ticks, and um, it's just part of it. You pick the tick off, and usually nothing gets you. There is that Lyme disease. But now there is a tick in Arkansas that was never there when I was a kid. And I'm telling you, this is a tick that bites you. And then the next day when you go to eat beef, you you start violently throwing up. It is a tick that makes you allergic to red meat. And I, yeah. I believe that I personally know somebody who has been affected by that. I could produce his name. Obviously, I won't just because. But, like, I, he's a good friend, a trusted neighbor. What about neighbor. evolution, though? And it could be some. It could be something else. But here's the conspiracy, Mike: is that they put the uh, meat allergies in ticks, and they put malaria in mosquitoes. And those are the. So just stay on the watch out. And if you start hearing somebody that got bit by a tick, and uh, has a red meat allergy, then you know what I'm talking about. But my neighbor, um, he's he's cool, but he's got a. He can't fucking eat beef, bro. And he grew up hunting his whole life, never had a tick problem. Oh, fuck about no. about four years ago, he was bit by a tick and could never eat red meat since. He still eats chicken and shit though. But there is I, a there is a tick that now bites you, and you are allergic to red meat. And I personally right, real, about that. yeah, real yeah, quick, real, I, think, real. I think I think Mike may have been bitten by this fucking tick. I just had seriously. Because I just gave him some steak, and look how swollen his face looks on camera right now. Because he he looked good before we got on here, and now his face his face looks fucking swollen. It's just it's, it's, it's the flabby. muscle I've grown from blocking yeah, a little punches fella, with a little my flabby face. a little bit. I don't man, know, man. I, maybe I can't maybe y'all don't put steaks on charcoal. 
No, dude, I know they're fucking poverty, bro. They don't Man. know how to cook, bro. Y'all got to You and me would fucking cook. We would cook the shit out of the stuff. These two grilling trailers on my poverty. It does take a long time, Mike, but that's the only disadvantage is it takes too long. I know it tastes good, though. I like charcoal, but I don't. I love I'm it. I'm not good at sear. Reverse right. steer it on a charcoal grill, bro. Right. Get a job. Right. Give me, give me now the craziest fucking conspiracy you got. Wait, no, we're the not. No, no. You can't just one. keep jumping. I'm talking from about shit. like adrenochrome. They're fucking sucking well, adrenochrome uh, out of each other's kids. Uh, adrenochrome is happening, and we know that. And no, explain I what it is because I'm, I'm not like, that familiar with. What that. is that? With Start the billionaires so, cook. People's children when they kidnap something like that. No, 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 no. Watch, let Bryce explain. Just suck it right now. Spinal cord. I'll I'll tell you what. Stem cells. Yeah. No, no. Adrenochrome is stem cells on steroids, Mike. It's it's the next level of of stem cells. It's adrenochrome is adrenochrome is concentrated in the blood of children. Now, that is a fact. That is a medical fact. You can't out debate me on that because it's just. There, that's not a conspiracy. It's known that children have high levels of adrenochrome in their blood. What adrenochrome is, it's the closest thing we have to an anti-aging drug. It is just to preserve the child's body. And the reason I, I reckon that God made adrenochrome is to protect his most precious creation of all time, which is his children. Adrenochrome is in high levels in children and not so much in adults. Now, the only time that adrenaline, that adrenochrome is active in a child's body, which immediately begins a healing process, is if the child was extremely scared or under some type of physical threat or stress. So basically, they're torturing children and extracting adrenochrome while it's high in the blood. That they'll there's cartoons about that shit. Yeah, and they I scare people, and it yeah. fills up the monsters ink. Monsters ink. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? fuck? Wait, no. what the fuck? What no. the literally what that bro. movie's about? When you so when you torture a child, a thousand children in September disappeared in Ohio. Dude, yeah. I saw that too, man. Probably near cave My systems too. Me. A lot of kids go missing near caves, which is weird. But uh, cave, yeah, some caves. I think there's some funky shit going on in these caves. I don't trust those caves, man. I don't mess around with no now caves. Why do you want to go to the mountains on your honeymoon? Well, I mean, I would bring a couple. Go guns. save some kids. Now, hey, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of, you know what oh, yeah. this makes Seven me think blocks. of? Yo, my mom. She was chased by a colt when she was a kid. Yeah. She was out. She was uh. She got oh, a, a oh, brand new Volkswagen and. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta remember a Volkswagen Bug back in the day. That was the best car. It was reliable. That was a tank. It bro. was a tank yeah. back in the day. So she that got was military technology from from the Germans. Well, so, the bad one exactly. But you get what I mean. And so she got her first Volkswagen Bug, and she got my aunt and her, her friend named Peggy, and the three of them were joyriding, and they were in Hot Springs going on dirt roads, and they went past the sign that said "Do not pass," you know, private property, and they seen people in full white robes. Uh, you know, they went up over a hill, and at the top of the hill, um, uh, they saw a cult doing a fire, a ritual. You know, people are out there like that. That, that dude. You know, and uh, anyways, they got out of there. They were chased on foot, but my mom, she's never changed that story, dude. I firmly believe it. And if I'm out somewhere in the woods, that's the one thing I don't want to fuck with is any of these cults. If you come across them, it was just a bunch of Nazis in Orlando. 
Yeah, because where I live, that's where I live in Orlando. After World War II, the higher-ranking Nazis were allowed to live and actually come work for the United States government. <laughs> oh, dude, the Cana- the Canada thing. This I just saw that the other day. Holy shit! Yeah, the Canada no thing. How they applauded no that? Did you see what I'm talking about, Bryce? No, what happened yeah. in Canada? So in Canada, I, and ignorance I'm not like blitz, I'm, I'm not a super like political person, but I have my beliefs, of course. Uh, I believe, but this, this is this is. I'm fuck. not gonna remember any of this shit. I don't care if they don't hear us. I told you they get drunk. All right, here's this. Here's what happened. Did you guys see what happened in Canada? No. They literally brought in to like their you know their Congress or whatever, like their highest courtroom, <laughs> whatever you fucking call it, has the president in there, all that shit. Like they're what's that called? Usually, the prime minister, the parliament, parliament, parliament. Yeah, parliament. Yeah, motherfucker, parliament. Shut the fuck hey, up, drunk ass. Up, All right, peep this. Okay, so they brought in an actual Nazi to promote yeah. the war against Russia in favor of Ukraine, and saying this yeah. is a Ukrainian fucking uh, war veteran from World War II who fought the Russians. And everyone, and I went, dude, wait, hold on. Even without a caption or anything, I went, fought the Russians? I was like, the Russians fought the Nazis. So they figured it out immediately, bro. This is a vetted fucking Nazi they brought into the Parliament of Canada, and all of them sat there and, oh, so brave, so brave. Standing ovation for this motherfucker. Yeah, and that's that. Like the... That's that war I'm talking about. That's why we got to have our own food because we're going to be attacked from within. And oh, I'm uh, with you on that. You know, whenever this battle comes, dude, I'm going to feed the Lord's army and I'll have enough milk cows, uh, egg laying hens, and, you know, steak cows to, to hold off. So, how much livestock do you got? <laughs> uh, I got 19 head of cattle, which for me is good. I mean, I started out the year with probably about 12 heads. So, I, I had a good year. Buying or breeding? Uh, I'm breeding. I'm them going all. to the liquor store. Them. You you come into my house. Hey, when the we're all going to Bryce's yeah, house. Apocalypse <laughs> happens. Just come over. I mean, it, you know, we'll have it no, all set no. up. It'll be awesome. <laughs> we'll have a fucking a hell of a all time right, for the good. for the end look, of time. And then you got look. We got Bryce Mitchell at the front. We got fucking Mike Perry at the front. We stick my pair in the very front, right? Because he just fucking goes head into everything. <laughs> or just me with two 30-packs of Bud Light. Fuck it. And if he goes down, like, nah, but Max drinking Bud Light's in the back. We can't allow that. Our, so I'm the easy target. We can't allow We're gonna that. We're going to have to it's fight like, a, like the Viet Cong. It's like a productive person of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of society. You can't be drinking Bud Light. Guys, we're going to be outnumbered about 100 to 1. You know, we're going to have to fight like Viet Cong and live out in the yeah, woods. And we're going to hey, and we're gonna take Mac Malley in drinking I'm Bud Light. I'm, I'm not joining the fight. This is way better. I'm AWOL, baby. You guys A-wall. don't even know. These are two city yeah, fucking boys, shit. bro. Come on, I'm Sergeant from the country, Perry. too. Yeah, bro. We're going to have to be dragging them around. They're A-wall, talking about baby, Bud Light. I'm taking my kids and my wife, and we, we hide them. That's okay. what I do on Call of Duty. I <laughs> go in the house <laughs> and I plant bombs and I hey, just fucking down. sit there. I'm hey, camping. Mike lays I'm two, setting up camp. He, he lays Boy, two yeah. claymores down and he lays down. Ah, Mike I don't, I, I Mike don't like nature, but I camp Mike. on Call of Duty. <laughs> Fucker. But we ain't taking fucking Mac Malley in and his and his fucking Bud Light drinking you are shit. So, bro, right. That's what I guarantee you bro. I'm a better shot right. than if you with any gun. That's it. Fuck Mike. Fuck Mac Malley. That's, I think it's just you and me. That's what the commies drink. Bryce, yeah. 
Who do you pick out of all out of us three? Okay, apocalypse situation happens. Which one of us do you pick? Oh. No, no, no. The question is no, who survives. No, who that's makes the it the longest? That's, the point. that's what he would pick. The I, one I one. survive. I know. I have horses. I got guns. I can shoot. I can fucking. I can You're gonna be out of, out of Bud Light in one day. You're <laughs> so done. Then I'll be, then I'll, that's even You're better. Than I'm, I'm gay. Then whatever, bro. I have what, to who, who do you pick? I have to pick Perry. Excuse <laughs> 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 me. What'd you say? Whoa. That's a warrior well, that right there, brother. Point? You need like. You said you're gay. Know. You said I don't know. I'm oh gay. Yeah, I totally am. <sighs> I don't Bryce, even... what do you want to say to your fans? What do you want to no, say to no, your friends, no, pick family, one of us. and your no, next? That. Pick you know, one of us and, to, to and where you want to go next. in a bunker with. No, right, Bryce. Pick one of us. Bryce, I'm telling you this. This motherfucker's been asking me for DoorDash and Krispy Kreme. He's done. Y'all, we're fucked. He's drinking Bud Light. I'm pretty much the only fucking one left standing at this point. <laughs> what are you talking you about? Stand Wait, up. You can't I even. You guys have been fucking. Play. Bryce, can no, you believe you're done. These? You're done. You're done. You're done. Bryce, you're done. I'm, I'm taking the reins right here, bro. Who do you pick? Well, I pick Perry, but by default, if he does not show up, you are next in line. Let's you damn right. go, I am. He's no, talking about he, me. He's no. talking about me. Mac, he's not talking I'm, about you, man. He's talking about me. I was talking, Who, about, talking him. about Let's fuck you. Go. Yeah. About me. No, the one no, that, he's a good I wouldn't, the guy, I wouldn't trust the guy Mike Perry. Now, I wouldn't real. trust Mike Perry for two seconds. That's that right. motherfucker said, hey, I said, hey, I'm what do you want? Mexico version of Bryce Mitchell, man. You ain't gotta trust me to get your ass whooped. I want some steaks. Like motherfucker, nobody These delivers steaks. I'll cook you a fucking. I've steak. ordered. Would you like me to cook you a steak? steakhouse you like before? Steak? This is my brunch with steak. Would you like me to cook you a steak? I cooked you. A Stop steak. going back on your work. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, dude! I Bryce. tell you, when you butcher your own cow, though, man, there's stuff that you can get from that cow. Thank that you, you for can't the steaks, bro. Oh, no, fuck yeah, dude. It's like, beef I have round is even hard to find at the store it's nowadays, man. Yeah, dude, I, like, that's one of my favorite cuts for making beef jerky. Yeah, this, uh, I, I butchered a cow last year. I'm just now getting to finishing it off. And, uh, I'm, I'm to the scapula on the, on the, like, the front leg of it, you know, the shoulder. And, mm -hmm. uh, I put that scapula. I am a pussy. I put that I scapula what I eat, man. on the grill. Ignore and I cook that scapula low and slow all day, dude. And it, like the end of that bone is, it's like tendon and bone, dude. I cook that thing with bone. It, it's so much better, dude. You don't even have that as an option. But I mean, I didn't know until I started butchering cows. You can take the shoulder bone right here, the scapula, uh -huh. and cook that damn scapula so good. You just eat it. Right off the, you know, just crunch up the fucking bone, and, man. Like, dude, I can take a cow. I'll eat the heart raw, the liver raw, right there in the field, dude. I'll take that fucking scapula, cook <laughs> it on the grill, and I just crunch it up, man. That's my favorite part is that chewy scapula. You get that bone cooked all the way down. It's good, brother. Dude, tri-tip starting to become popular, too. Like, that was never popular until, like, the last couple of years. Tri-tip, it's not even. Is it, that's, uh, no. that's organs. The, no, tri-tip's like a cut by, um, it's it's a hefty, it's like a brisket, but a little bit more uh, cartilage, so you don't really smoke it the same way. Oh, I love some brisket. I'll risk it for oh, bro. brisket. Okay, we need to fucking, me and Bryce need to collab. Fuck you two, okay? Me and Bryce, I need to go over there and help him build house. I'll, we'll cook. Mike, you can come have a steak. I'll rip you whatever cut you want perfectly. 
Fuck, fuck all these. You know what, dude? This is how many gay beers I drank today. Look at all this. <laughs> oh my! And I'm God. not even fucked up. I was gonna grab two more. Oh, you're literally Caitlyn Jenner. You're literally Caitlyn oh Jenner. Oh my! God. Oh shit! Am I as pretty as her? You're like a mix oh, between wait, Caitlyn wait. Jenner and no, Travis no. Kelsey. You guys right wouldn't now. let me fucking say, it. dude. I knew people were gonna start saying some shit about Travis Kelsey since I cut the hair. Let me admit something to you. This might be the walk off of the podcast. I thought Michelle Obama was hot when I was in high school and, she, you know, she was the vice president. Makes or, way no, more no. sense now. Dude, look, tell you. Look, at, look at his back muscles, bro. You can tell by his back muscles. Like, there's a picture of him, Michael, next to Obama. You can tell, dude. He's jacked. Like, look at his traps and shit. <laughs> in the kayaking one? Yes. I don't know, bro. Yeah. It is what it is, man. Michelle Obama would fold Mike Perry up in two seconds. Uh, well, I'd let her. He'd have a chance. I mean, he looks strong. I mean, shit. The dude is jacked. Oh, he, he's talking about Michelle. If, oh, if, no, he's talking if about Mike, you. If Michael no, he's talking about you for sure. He's talking about you for now, sure. Now, bare knuckle and bare knuckle, Michael Obama yeah. can't beat Mike Yeah, Michael Perry. Obama would fuck him up. <laughs> Michael Obama would fuck Mike up. <laughs> M- M- Michael Obama would shoot on Mike Perry. I tell you that right now. But, no, hey, he's he's sick too. Equally manly. Which it's, one of you motherfuckers voted for Biden? No, I ain't into all that. Oh, you Are you asking wrong me? Fuck. Group. No, dude. dude. Wrong fucking group, That's Which one of you motherfuckers voted? I don't, who the fuck did vote for Biden, man? I haven't met anybody that's like, I proudly vote. I don't get well, it. Well, they rigged that shit at the last minute. They did all the Bro, fraud. I watched it. The electronic uh, voting machines were fraudulent. And I remember watching right, that right. that fucking coverage. Come on, man. man. There's no way Biden got three million more black votes than Obama. Exactly. Duh. Exactly. There's no, no way that happened. Exactly. I, I will say this: there is possible because it, of the way that they tore. Yeah, exactly. And they gave a hundred million dollars to Nazi Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're gonna come get me after this shit. I don't know, but people been saying this, so nah, well, we're all going down together. I, Fuck it, yeah, dude. It's, I'm gonna go hide. It's treasonous, is what it is, man. These people committed acts of treason, and uh, it's just. But this is all through the grapevine. I'm not seeing this shit in my own life. My life's been pretty all right because you've been in Florida. Well, the thing is, is that I ain't seen no mosquitoes. Yeah. Now I I agree there hasn't been a lot of them and I'm I'm glad that more people ain't fucking dying of that but it's something to keep out an eye for because uh, like I said my neighbor he does have that red meat allergy it's not lethal but he can't eat red meat but you just gotta be on the lookout for weird shit like that is that now. because he's missing teeth now he is missing some like teeth he can't chew the tender meat <laughs> <laughs> no he he can chew barely but he can. But <laughs> oh, I gotta look into that. Sounds like the Zika Barely. <laughs> Mama, I love you. P.O.P. Hold it down. Mike's okay. the same way, man. If I wanted to cook that steak right, for him, this. he wouldn't eat red we meat for a week You're rich, bro. You don't fucking cook. Shut the fuck up. Like, bro, you literally both... He doesn't cook. Fuck no. I, I thought I, he was gonna call the chef tonight, but no, he, he threw down on the fucking medium rares. Should have fucking called me and Bryce Mitchell, man. We would have cooked I you cook. some real shit. Oh, I cook. I don't drink fucking Bud Lights. I give me a source of fuel, something to I light on fire, and give me some meat. Hey, a hey, hey, meat, any meat, listen, and I'm making you a fucking five star. I like meal. food that costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. 
we we used to eating that good stuff over here because them yeah. them UFC Bryce, checks. They don't know, bro. Yeah. They don't know. We'll Didn't make better out. food than that. I shit. wasn't eating wagyu when I was fighting in the UFC. I'm eating wagyu in the BKFC, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brother. I, I agree. Now you can't beat having your own farm, though, your own state. That's the Not that's even the close. apex. When you when yep. you cut no, that's it, way of life, man. when when you get it straight from that animal, you know everything that was done to that animal. And here's the number one thing that people don't Amen. account for is the quality of the animal's life is better on a small farm. It's been done to them animals, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, one of our barns right there. Half of a fucking cow gotta... chopped up like you. We're about halfway through it. It's way, it's way better. Keep going. I got a quick question. Go Hang on, I got a quick question. So this animal that Bryce killed, right? He Which missed. one? He dodged three shots that Bryce missed on. He slept one. the whole like, time. Right? Make- he had to be scared at some point. And then Bryce choked his life out of him. Like, Wild that, there has to be something to be said about the way that guy went out. Well, the contrary would have been Kyle would have got him. Would have got her eventually. It was a doe. Yeah. But uh, something was going to get that doe. Trust me, she was not the brightest. Well, there it is, boys. And, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, Bryce Mitchell. Salt of the earth. Let's go. Episode eight, Overdogs. We're out. Make sure you follow Bryce, Mike Perry, the homie Ice Bags. Throws all this shit together, dude. Honestly, he's the hardest worker out of any of these motherfuckers, even though it doesn't look like it. But that's why he deserves to get sauced each episode. I think we all got a little sauced on this one. Love you guys. See you guys soon. Overdog's out.